welcome back. Welcome back, shifters, light guardians, dreamers within this holographic dream. Thank you so much for tuning in once again. My name is Brendan, aka Skull Babylon, aka Wolf Shield, aka Skull the Wolf, welcoming you, aka Mystic Spider Man, welcoming you back to another very exciting, inspirational, entertaining, and educational live broadcast through ParadigmShiftCentral.com, a real world interactive game to be able to help assist with the shift in consciousness. And as always, I am joined by some fellow amazing shifters, and we got an amazing topic on the table for tonight. The topic is going to be on the stories of our awakening. So this is going to be a pretty sweet one. So if you guys can just confirm in the YouTube that we got the audio coming through with an 11.11, then that would be perfect, even though I just confirmed it myself. But again, just drop some 11.11s, let us know that you're here, send some love, and thank you guys so much for tuning in. And as I mentioned, we got some other shifters who are joining us here tonight so we got myself brendan and we got patty whose microphone is probably not going to be working arita amor and gina as well and so you guys i'm just going to give you a heads up as i'm going to unmute your microphones and then you guys can just make some noise and send some love out there to all the shifters tuned into tonight's broadcast so fellow shifters join me in making some noise and sending out some love so there we go let's get shifting yeah, yeah, yeah. hello good vibes <laughs> Out there, out there, out there. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you again, fellow shifters, so much for being here, for joining, as I said. Uh, tonight's going to be a very exciting topic and reminding you guys kind of like the context of what it is that we are doing. For those of you who may be new, there's a bigger project that this is just a part of, and that bigger project is about building a global team of shifters, people who are actively helping assist with the shift in consciousness. The Paradigm Shift Central Project, you can think of it as an evolving conscious media production company what but more so than that like within that it is also just a community for people who are shifters who are light workers light guardians who are here to help assist with the shift as we've said and so we have these regular broadcasts every week on Thursdays or team roundtables. We have our Sunday meditations at 930. And within this context, what it is that we're doing, you know, every time that we do a broadcast, it's a chance for us to be able to get to know each other. It's a chance for us to be able to come together. It's a chance for us to be able to see the bigger picture that is unfolding between us, before us. And so as part of that ongoing documentation within consciousness, one of the topics that we get a chance to be able to talk about, which is what we're doing here tonight, is a topic of the stories of our awakening, our awakening stories. And so everyone who's existed here and, and you know, is, is brought forth to this broadcast, all of us have our own unique story in terms of just those moments when we felt ourselves kind of like being pulled through situations that evidently result resulted in us seeing a bigger picture, seeing things that we didn't see before, understanding things in a more intuitive way, having a deeper sense of appreciation and gratitude for life in itself, understanding that the stories that we have been told through mainstream culture and through schools was not the be-all end-all, that there was more, that there was more down the rabbit hole for us to be able to explore. And so again, within the context, the awakening that we're talking about here, we are talking about awakening to the idea that this physical reality is not as cut and dry as it appears to be, that the power of our conscious mind is, is, is incredibly powerful. And again, far more than we have been told, that we've been led to believe that, you know, maybe there's the other angles that you're approaching it from where you suddenly realize that perhaps the government doesn't have our best interests in mind, or perhaps, you know, there, there's more to spirituality than just what they talk about in religion. And perhaps like all of these other topics, aliens, UFOs, dreams, psychedelics, all all of these things they all kind of relate into many of our stories 
And so that's what we're going to do tonight. We are creating a space over the next couple hours to be able to practice sharing these stories, to be able to practice holding spaces community, to be able to practice listening. And so again, for everybody who's a part of this, this is an invitation for you to be able to share your story as well. So before we even get into this, and those then I saw the 1111s in the chat, thank you guys so much. For those of you who are tuned in on YouTube, we're going to post a link to directly join the Google Hangout. So just make sure that you have a Google Hangout plugin installed or the app on your phone. You don't need to join on video. You can just join purely with audio, whatever you prefer, whatever you're comfortable with. And so if you want to come on air, and if you feel that you have a story to tell, and again, we all have a story to tell, this is, again, just practice. That's why we have these discussions. And so, again, as we have these discussions here, part of what we do is we continue to ripple the inspiration further. And a big part of what we're doing within the project is also creating the physical paradigm shift communities, which you, people, whoever's listening to this, you have the potential to be able to create community where you are, to be able to help bring people together, to have regular open-minded discussion and meditation circles. And so again, I'm with Paradigm Shift London. And without having to get too much into like updates related to the project, we're going to get right into the topic. I will just be mentioning that one of the main things that we'll be focusing on moving forward, it's always been a main thing, but we're just going to be putting more attention on it is helping you guys get your paradigm shift communities up and running i got some plans in play for that and you're going to be seeing more of it in the coming months and so again if you're feeling the call to that please be sure to sync up with the project so the basic things that you want to be able to know if, if you're new to this project is that you can connect to our team discord chat at tinyurl.com forward slash paradigm shift chat and again the info for that is in the youtube video you can find all of the past mp3s at paradigm shift radio on itunes but again you can just go to live.paradigmshiftcentral.com that's where you'll find all the archive of like the past broadcasts and as well as the questionals and the conscious articles put out by the community members we're going to be doing some more upgrades on the main website you'll be seeing those more in the coming uh, in the coming future as well and of course other quick thing to mention is that the team patreon supporters huge thumbs up and thank you to you guys again the patreon is a monthly micro donation method to be able to help support the ongoing work that we do with the community every month we invite our target goal of 40 to 50 new patreon signups each month and as we continue to grow we continue to create new possibilities to be able to help expand this project to be able to help facilitate our resources to be able to help assist people in in creating the conscious media that they are inspired to be able to create so there's a lot of a lot of awesome ways that those resources help support this project in addition to the time that i invest in it as my full-time devotion which i am happy to be able to do in in collaboration with you guys as a community so if you enjoy what this project is about be sure to check out the patreon we're currently at 147 active donators with 874 monthly earnings that's going to keep going up and again patreon.com forward slash brendan culton and of course when you sign up you also get your shift to booster kit with your shift buttons which again the paradigm shift essentials on the website the rim and these are more than just fun to wear they are tools to be able to help use to be able to help accelerate the shift so be sure to check those out and again the light guardian crystals exclusive items within the shift and i know a lot of you guys are excited to be able to get yours soon and those are going to be sent out as soon as i get some more packages all completed so thank you guys again so much for your patience so again let's get right into the topic of what we're here for tonight and we we put up a post about this on Instagram earlier today. And again, if you're not following me on Instagram, be sure to check out uh, Instagram.com forward slash Mystic Spider-Man. I put up daily posts there. And there was like over like 40 comments uh, just from people commenting on there. And the post that I put up was just inviting people in four sentences or less. Tell us the story of your awakening. And so within this broadcast, I'm actually going to go through and I'm actually going to read uh, perhaps all of the comments that people posted uh, there as 
well since since like them sharing them there is just another way for us to be able to include their voice into this broadcast and so as we get going into this i do just want to continue to invite other people to be able to join into this broadcast so again be sure to connect to the google hangout that is in the youtube chat if you are tuned in live making it super easy for you guys so Let's just take a breath here before we move into this. I'll tell you guys a quick version of my own awakening story. And then from there, we'll pass the talking stick around. And then from there, we'll kind of jump into the Instagram uh, comments from the stories from people in the community there. And um, yeah, it'll just be a fun, fun way to be able to get to know each other a little bit deeper and continue to really see this from the bigger picture of like, the, the multitude of ways in which consciousness does awaken and and it's some some of it's you know it, it, it happens in different ways it happens in different dynamics there's no right way or wrong way for consciousness to awaken and, and as we'll see tonight there's many different stories and, and some of them are just like some of them can be heart-wrenching some of them can just be like super you know like happy and everything like that and so it, it's really important for us to be able to see all these different stories to see them as all stories of ourselves, as the bigger consciousness and to really practice honoring them in that sense so i just invite all of us to join me in being able to help facilitate this in, in creating this community safe space this community safe space a sacred digital space so i just invite you to close your eyes and we'll just take a couple breaths here, just a moment of oneness as we just kind of dial in to the intentions of this circle. And so with gentle inhales through the nose, gentle exhales through the nose or the mouth. And again, gentle inhale and just pay attention to that space in between. Gentle exhale. So again, just welcoming everyone as we continue to breathe and setting the intention for us to continue to deepen our connection as a team, to continue to collectively inspire one another, and for us to be able to ripple the inspiration from this broadcast out further into the world as we collectively share our stories and co-create this bigger shared story. So. Awesome, and you can gently open your eyes if you haven't yet and return your awareness to the space around you and we'll get right into this. So in terms of, again, the theme, our stories of awakening, <laughs> right off the bat, the fact is if you're, if and, and this was like a somebody's comment on one of the posts, you know, it's just like, tell us the story of your awakening and <laughs> their answer was, it's going great, you know? And that was actually from Nathaniel Solis, shout out to him, he's a good buddy of mine. And so within the context here, obviously the story of our awakening when we're talking about this, yes, it is an ongoing thing. It is something that is constantly happening. It is the fact that we are constantly awakening. That is one thing that we will find throughout our journey is that we'll kind of go through stages where we awaken to a little bit more and then we kind of discover and we keep exploring and we keep exploring and, and maybe we find a plateau or something like that and we're comfortable there for a while. But then we go a little bit deeper and then eventually we wake into it even more and we awaken to even more. And so the fact is, yes, we are in this constant state of awakening, though within the context of what this is talking about. Yeah, we're talking about more so also the the initial stages of our awakening, those initial 
aha moments, those moments when we really started connecting the dots and seeing the things that we previously didn't see before. So this is a lot of, uh, again, this is a very, very, very rich discussion topic. And even if we need to do it in two parts in the future, I'd love to, if people tuning into this are like, yeah, I want to tell my story. So if you guys want to do a second part of this in the future, if we got more people wanting to join, please feel free to, you know, reiterate that, that request and we'll make it happen. So in terms of my story, I'll just share this real quick. This was what I wrote on the Instagram today. I said, <clears throat> I was always curious growing up. After 9-11, the internet took me on a trip through conspiracies that landed me in the realm of the metaphysical. I watched some important documentaries and researched further. A few years later, psychedelics solidified some huge ideas and inspiration kept growing. So that is the very short version of my own story of awakening. And for me personally, like there's more to it. And I'll just mention this because it relates back into the past broadcast that we did um, related to synchronicity and intuition. The story for my awakening is one that evidently stretched out over the course of like a decade at least in in terms of like little things kind of happening. But again, more and more kind of awakening because there was a difference where... I was, again, as I mentioned, I was always curious. And, and yes, 9-11 was a huge catalyst. And, and I'm sure we'll hear other people even talking about this tonight. And the amazing thing with 9-11 is that symbolically, if you think about like the Twin Towers, it's like this image of like a tuning fork. So when you think of this idea of like the Twin Towers being struck, it literally sent out a vibration. It literally sent out just this like huge shockwave. And it's interesting because the twin towers if you look at the design on the bottom it actually had like a tuning fork design on the pillars on the bottom this is really interesting you can go back and look at this but again from the idea of like this event not being by accident but in its in a sense in a bigger picture is actually still a part of this bigger shift in consciousness no doubt it sent out a huge wave and it really got people again asking questions and starting to look at things a little bit differently and so again like even for for just like from my own perspective it led me down a rabbit hole where I was just researching on the internet and of course I came across you know the 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 fantastical Alex Jones amongst other people and then that led led me down this route of kind of exploring some of his stuff and coming across like the Bohemian Grove and then so I was kind of like looking into the the secret societies and things like that but even then even then I was just taking it as information it was all just information at this point I was in grade nine so again you know I was like 14 15 years old right so I was still learning how to be able to research in a sense and then over time, again, like that kind of connected me further into further researchers, into further people. And so, again, through the power of the Internet, that's where eventually, you know, I started coming across people such as um, David Icke would have been like one of the earlier ones. And he was talking a lot about consciousness and obviously the reptilians, reptilians, it's all the reps, man. And of course, even coming across people like Terrence McKenna, Terrence McKenna was a huge influence for me. And just listening to these people talk really started getting me thinking like, OK, there's other stuff here, right? Like there is a lot there's a lot going on here than what I'm just being taught in school. And then eventually, you know, you get into people like Alan Watts. Um, did I already mention him? Maybe not. But again, you know, just from there and then some main documentaries that I came across. Um, I remember watching Chimatica when I was really young, which really hit upon some like key things of just like, I remember even just then it was this whole idea of, of the, the male, female 
like energy system and even sacred geometry and the idea of that like every male has female inside of them every female has male inside of them and i remember even just then i'm just like i'm like that makes sense like that makes a lot of sense but up until then like no one had really told me that idea so it was like okay so for me the connecting the awakening process was a series of connecting dots and, and i'll just skip ahead real quick um because i just want to again get the get the talking stick pass around here but eventually what happened was i was you know i was acquiring all this information but it wasn't really it was more so knowledge it wasn't such wisdom at that point it was like okay this is inf- this is information but it wasn't something that i was fully integrating uh eventually i started learning about lucid dreaming and that became really interesting for me and that really opened me up into the idea of like multi-dimensional reality Around that same time was when I started um, working with psychedelics, working with mushrooms for the first time, uh, you know, just doing them like with my friends and they were like, they were into metaphysics, but we weren't like doing it in a super sacred context, Um, but it was still enlightening for me. It was still, uh, you know, very, very just like mind expanding. Um, But even then I didn't fully grasp the, the just like, what psychedelics were it didn't fully it like it it was it was it was visceral but like i i just i didn't fully see it from the way how i see it now and then when i was um out on my own in vancouver big things that started shifting my awakening was uh the synchronicities the intuition the synchronicities were a huge part and this is what i was talking about last broadcast the synchronicities for me started happening to a point where i couldn't ignore them and and they were so prominent that i was like okay like something's happening here something's happening here eventually those synchronicities actually led me to being able to experience dmt for the first time when i was just 21 which in a lot of cases is like fairly like fortunate uh considering some people will go their entire lives and never come across dmt and and it was something i was like already interested in and i was kind of like manifesting it and then it just showed up for me and and that experience when i had there that was a big awakening for me because whereas mushrooms it was kind of the visuals were there and everything and it was like it was like okay this is trippy this is kind of you know this is different and everything um i knew there was more to this reality but the difference with dmt is that like when i s- smoked that it was on a beach in vancouver during sunrise on my very last day there and the big shift for me was that it, it was so visceral it was so real and i was awake when i like i i was open-eyed when i did it and I did Syrian Rue, so at that, in that sense, the DMT trip actually lasted for um, like almost like 20, 30 minutes, whereas normally it would just last for five minutes because the uh, the Syrian Rue is an MAOI, an inhibitor. So because of that, I had enough moment, had enough time to literally get up and walk around. But basically in that space, I was, the best way I can describe it, I was seeing the code in the matrix. I was seeing the fact that this, there's no such thing as empty space. I was seeing the fact that the the reality around us is literally created of infinite, like infinite sacred, infinite golden light of sacred geometry infinitely unfolding upon itself. And it was there, it was right in front of me. And so from that experience, the the wisdom that i gained from that direct experience was the undeniable fact that yes this reality is definitely not as cut and dry as it appears to be there is a rich spiritual world that we are already in and have always been a part of yet is also within us and inside of us and it is there all the time whether or not we are actually aware of it and then so like that propelled me further uh, which which also kind of like really got me into wanting to create paradigm shift and everything because it's just like okay there's 
there's this truth, there's a truth there. And that means that this truth can be reached by other people from their own perspectives. This isn't just something where we're just like taking a swing and, and, and hoping it hits. Like, no, there's an actual objective here. There's a truth here. There's, there is a very real reality to the fact that we are multidimensional beings. And, and that's really what the awakening uh, kind of boiled down to me, down to. And, and more so from that, again, the inspiration from like the DMT and from my journey propelled me into the space where it wasn't just like, oh, this is great knowledge, but it's like, let's help share this knowledge. And not even so much let's help share this knowledge, but let's create a space where other people can naturally feel comfortable to be able to find and 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 connect to this knowledge in their own way, in a way that makes sense for them. Because that was something that like I always really honored. I didn't feel that it was necessarily up for me to go around and trying to tell people what I saw on DMT, but it was more so knowing that that truth was already inside of them and then creating a space where they would gently kind of like come to their own place of knowing that if they hadn't already. And if they did, then it would be a space for us to be able to continue talking. And it was, again, it was about the, the interactions and the communication and the mirroring effect when, when two people and more people come together and they start sharing knowledge and it starts accelerating. So that for me was my awakening into the fact that we are more than our physical body, that we that our thoughts create, that this reality is a dream in a sense, is, is, a, is an extension of the dream. It works in the same concept where our thoughts create. And then again, awakening to my own purpose, my own inspiration, my own destiny, the idea of like knowing that there was a bigger story here and that I had a part in it. And, and that part was something that I made through my own free will, simply through my own inspiration. And this is, lo and behold, this is where we are today. You know, 10 years later, still moving forward, still bringing people together, still inspiring people to choose to be the change they wish to see, and still rippling that effect further out into the world in some amazing ways that we are doing together as a team. So that's, uh, that's part of my story of my awakening. Um, I feel there's like other details there. Uh, oh, one thing I'll just mention, cause I didn't mention this last broadcast and I'll pass the talking stick. Um, one, th one synchronicity that really kicked it off for me when I was in Vancouver. And this was actually like, because this synchronicity happened, this is what led me to the DMT. I was sitting on a park bench and I was just sitting there journaling and I was just like by myself in Vancouver. And, and I hadn't really, I had made some friends doing parkour, but like no spiritual friends. And then I was sitting there and then suddenly um, this one girl comes up to me and she's just like, Hey, I got a question for you. And I'm just like, Oh yeah, sure. And she's like, do you want to help change the world? And I was just like, heck yeah. Like shift. Yeah. And then literally that moment, that synchronicity set things in motion. Cause at that point it was just like, wow. Okay. I was able to talk to someone who was on that same wavelength. They were like the first pure person who I had ever met who was really able to kind of like have the discussions that we have on here and everything on that same sort of concept. And then from there, I just like ended up hanging out with them for quite a while. And then again, that's what kind of like from meeting them met, met another person that linked into the, the whole DMT experience. But that experience was huge because it was just like, okay, that wasn't by accident. There's no way that that just like happened. Like the fact that she found me at that right place really woke me up to the fact that again, there's like a bigger orchestration that is happening here. So again, the synchronicities, you know, the, the psychedelics, the, the, even again, as we'll talk to within here, there's many different ways in which people awaken to their own bigger understanding of reality. And it can be through trauma. It can be through heart opening experience. It can be through beauty. It can be through the fact that sometimes it's like, 
where you're put in that situation it's like what's harder you know remaining the same or or the the pain of 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 changing and then you know people are called into this shift they're called into this place of of transformation so there's a lot of that um like i said in these instagram comments but in the meantime before we get to that let's pass the talk instagram and we'll have some more people just practice sharing a little bit about their story well again also inviting other people to be able to join the broadcast as well and we got the google hangouts link posted in the youtube youtube comments so again we'll keep this broadcast it will probably be about two hours but again we can break this up into another part if uh if you guys still want to keep going with this in the future so uh, for those of you in the hangout with me, again, we got Amor, we got Arita, we got Gina. If one of you guys um, either, like, you're not on video, so just type in the chat if one of you wants to go next to be able to share a little bit about your story. And then I will know which person to be able to unmute at this moment since none of you guys have your, or unless you want to turn on the camera and give me a thumbs up, that's another option as well. Um, but I'll just be able to hang tight here for a moment to be able to, I think, I think at this point we'll be able to Gina, I'm going to just pull up your microphone. Okay, perfect. There you just jumped on anyways. So sorry, Jenna. I apologize, Jenna. (laughs) Got it right that time. (laughs) Sweet. All right. Well, Jenna, thank you so much for joining and we'll pass the talking stick to you. And, and as we do this again, you can just kind of, you know, say, say who you are, where you're from. And then again, from there, taking the talking stick, you can practice sharing a little bit about your story of awakening. And um, yeah, thank you again so much for being here. So Jenna, passing the talking stick over to you whenever you're ready, go ahead. Yeah. So thank you for having me. I am so excited i feel like bugs just crawling over my skin right now um but i've been going through this journey for you know a while now um and i have a short story and i have a long story um you know and if i can get you know vulnerable and you know you know get dirty you know if you guys will listen you know i'd love to share um so i i was born very spiritual um, you know, I was born into this Catholic family that never really fit in. You know, I always had to question everything, question the beliefs. Um, and so I have vivid memories of me talking to who I assumed was my guardian angel, Gloria, at seven. Uh, whether that happened or it didn't happen, who knows, reality is on make-believe and illusion anyways. Um, But at the age of 17, I went through one of the hardest times in my life. Um, At that point, I was in a relationship with a guy who I believed to be my twin flame. Um, You know, he was the ale that I breathed. You know, there was no wanting. It was just this, like, needing him. Like, I needed him to be, like, I just needed him for everything that I was. Um, At this point, there was a lot of family stuff going on um, and just a lot of trauma. My mom, again, I'm getting very deep and vulnerable here by sharing all this, but um, my mom had gone to jail. Um, The love of my life had just broken up with me. Um, and just my sister also went to jail at the same time. Um, you know, and at this point I was looking at my family and just thinking, well, what, what is this that I've gotten brought up into, you know? And I always, 
not to put myself on a pedestal, but, you know, I always put myself on a pedestal compared to my family, you know, and I always thought, okay, well, long story short, I'm rambling. Um, but I woke up one day and after going through all this trauma, I was still dreaming. I still felt like I was in a dream. I felt like I never woke up from the dream. Um, I couldn't feel anything. The colors were different. The vibrations were different. Just, just, I didn't know what was going on. I was having anxiety attacks for weeks on end, just crying. I remember laying on my grandma's laundry room floor with my two best friends and my grandma and just crying and saying, there's something wrong with me. There's something wrong with me. Put me in a mental institution. Like I'm in a dream. The reality is not real. Like I don't know what's going on. And at that point I went to therapists after therapists to doctors and telling them just, just nothing's real. I don't feel like anything's real. Like just, you know, all these symptoms that I was feeling, um, that never went away. Um, so fast forward to me at 24, um, you know, life started, I kind of got used to this point. Well, life's kind of just a dream. I'm kind of used to it by now. It no longer scared me. Um, you know, for years I fought it. I fought this dream-like symptom where I thought, you know, I literally was going crazy. And then I came to a point of, you know what? This is my life. Maybe this is real. Maybe this is my reality. You know, I don't know. Um, and then at the age of 24, again, I had exited out of another relationship. Um, it seems like relationships are always my struggle. You know, I've always been a deep romantic, um, you know, always feeling this soul wrenching, just attraction to love. And I've shared that with a lot of you guys already. Um, and so I broke up with this guy and I've always been a talker. So I've always talked about how I felt. And it came to this point where I was just emotionally draining to all of my friends. You know, and my friends got to that point where they're like, Jenna, I love you, but I can't listen anymore. Um, and one day I went over to my parents' house and it was in June. And I just laid out in the sun, you know, just in my bathing suit, just crying, just just completely crying, just kind of just surrendering to whatever God was out there. You know, at this point, you know, I had studied other beliefs. I had studied my Christianity. Nothing made sense. You know, I was always testing the church, always bringing these questions. And I kind of just had this surrendering moment of I give up. I don't know what to do. And I fell into this deep meditation. Um, and at this point, like, I didn't know anything about meditation. You know, I didn't know if I was sleeping. I didn't know if I was, it was just, I knew what was going on, but I was just in this state, you know, that I now know as meditation. Um, and I just saw this storyline of my future that, and all of these colors and all of these patterns and all of these just like, psychedelic experiences, completely sober. Um, and I came out of the meditation and I thought, holy fuck, excuse my language. I was like, what was that? Like, that was so real. Like, and at that point, everything that I felt previously made sense, you know, just of uh, this really is my reality kind of, you know, I just started tapping in. So I came out of meditation and I saw this caterpillar um, 
and a blanket and you know the blanket I was laying out in the sun and for some reason I don't know what it was but it's it stood out to me this caterpillar one you know I'm sure I had seen caterpillars before but nothing that I could think of and my first thought was what do caterpillars mean right so I went and looked up, what does it mean when you see a caterpillar? What is the spiritual meaning of seeing a caterpillar? Um, and what I read was, you know, pretty much just like the symbolism. You're about to turn into a butterfly. You know, you're just a baby in all of this. Um, and so at this time, I came out of this meditation and I tried to explain it to my family and no one like, no one could understand. They're just like, okay, Jenna, you're crazy. You know, I've always been this crazy and no one could ever understand. I'm completely out of ordinary with all of my friends. And so I went upstairs and my niece was just over a year. Just over a year. She was just starting to talk at this point. She came up to me and again, she didn't have all of her words, but she grabbed this caterpillar toy. This caterpillar baby toy. And she walked up to me and she calls me Zia. And she said, Zia, play, Zia, play, Zia, play. And at this point, like, I literally was standing and I fell to my knees. I fell to my knees because of all of the things. She grabbed a caterpillar toy when I just was looking at the symbolism of caterpillars outside. Um, later on that I ended up going on a date. Um, and this is where... You know, I'm dropping everything and I'm completely getting vulnerable in my story. Um, but I always had this good girl image. I always had this image of those things you do, those things you don't do. You don't have sex outside of love. You don't, you know, you, you got to be a good girl. You got to behave yourself. You know, I just had this image on me. Um, <laughs> you know, and so I went on this date with this guy and I had a great time and, um, I had never, long story short, I had never, um, slept with someone that I was in a relationship, slept with anyone that I didn't love. And, um, you know, I can still say that I can still say I've never slept with anyone I didn't love, but regardless, I thought it was so taboo. I thought I would never be that girl. I could never be that girl. Um, and I did later. I just, I, I came to this point where I didn't want to. And I kept saying, you can't do it, Jenna. You can't do it. You can't do it. You can't do it. Until finally it was like, I reached this point of, I want to, like, I want to do this. Like me as a person, I want, I want this. And I did. Um, and it was kind of just breaking down my ego. It was breaking down all of my beliefs, everything that I thought that I was supposed to be in this world, everything that I taught, everything society taught me to be. And I just, I woke up the next day feeling this like satisfaction. This um, I can't even explain. This is like, this is like empowerment. Like this, just this like happiness, this like empowerment of like, I don't know, you know, and I, those dreams that night, like, I can't, some things in this world just cannot be explained in words. Like, I, I, I have goosebumps right now. Like, I want to cry. Like, I, long story short, I just, I'm feeling all of this right now describing this, that I felt in that experience. Um, and after that, I stumbled upon meditation. 
And I got addicted to meditation. Like if you can be a addict of anything, it was meditation. Um, you know, as I, I was literally just addicted, like, like a dope fiend on meditation. Well, it was like, anytime I felt any kind of sadness, I was like, nope, can't feel sadness. Got to meditate. Can't, like I'm angry. Nope. Can't be angry. Got to meditate. And it became like my scapegoat because I no longer had the friends because like I said, I had always been emotionally draining. I know this is a long story, but long story short, I, you know, just kept meditating and meditating and through my meditation, I got like downloads, like I got downloads of images and patterns and colors and it led me to Abraham Hicks. And if anyone knows Abraham Hicks, like she, she is my love bug. Like she is just what Abraham is not a she, but Esther is a she, if you know anything. But, you know, I just, I dive deep into Abraham, you know? Um, And like I said, I've always been that crazy person. I then met this guy, um, Michael, again, my story always goes back to love. Maybe I'll figure out why one day. Still haven't figured it out yet. Um, that awoke me even more. You know, for the first time in my life, I had all these epiphanies. I had all these revelations of what this world was and what it was an illusion. And you get what you draw your attention to and just law of attraction. And I met someone that's like, yes, I get it. Like, I get it too. Like, yes, like alchemy, you know, and Together, we went down this path, and he introduced me to the paradigm shift, um, you know, and the relationship, you know, in the end did not work out. It went very sour, but, um, you know, through that, I just started waking up more, and I stumbled upon Alan Watts myself, and, you know, the story continues, you know, like, as you said, the path continues, but long story short, I and so thank you for letting me share and all my rambles and it really is a powerful part of who I am and Mm -hmm. I think where I'm at right now is for so long after my awakening I wanted to teach the world you know I wanted to say this world's an illusion you get what you draw your attention to you know and if people aren't there they don't understand you know and I had to take that step back well I was like, okay, I know what I know, but just like my awakening, I'm still a caterpillar. You know, I'm still gaining knowledge. I'm still gaining insight. And I'm not to that point of teaching as much as I want to teach. You can't teach if the eels aren't open. If the, you know, woods don't teach, vibration teaches. And unless someone's in that vibrational plane, you can't teach. Um, And that's kind of where I'm at now. So, and I'm happy that I'm a part of this community that can understand and understand all of my strangeness and my weirdness and accept me of loving arms and be like, we get it. We get it too. (laughs) (laughs) Like, yes, we're weird too. You know? So (laughs) well, I'm just so happy and um, I love you guys. And uh, I just look forward to just continuing just growing and feeling with you. And I have dreams of all of us coming together as a consciousness and waking up consciousness more. You know, I, I would love to see all of us just come together and just be, you know, literally just be. 
That's awesome. Thank you, Jenna, so so much for sharing. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Absolutely. Yeah. And again, you know, like there's, I, I just love the fact that like every, every soul is going to have like its own unique journey to, to awakening and, and yeah, and I, I can definitely relate. Um, Jenna, you were saying how like, it seems that your journey always goes back to like matters of the heart. And, and I think that's definitely, yeah. I think that that's I, for, for me as a cancer, I know that's, that's, that's always like, I always awaken to more of myself through relationships as all of us do. But for me, it's like always been uh, a conscious catalyst where I'm just like, okay, yeah, like, let's like, let's look for more ways and when we can awaken. And so like, it's kind of interesting when you kind of think about the stages we go through where there's a part of our awakening process where it's almost unintentional. It's just kind of like, we're just like along for the ride, but then eventually it gets to the point where we start investing in our awakening. We start, you know, we start seeking things that are going to contribute that are going to, you know, move the needle forward that are going to like dial the notches a little bit more that are going to, you know, expand the, the antenna array in that sense. So, um, cause again, you know, like as, as we awaken, what, what, what does this mean? Right? Like in, in a lot of ways, this is just coming to know the nature of the self. It, it is coming to understand who we are. Um, again, as, as we dissolve things such as our ego, as we release precondi preconditioned programming, as we, you know, like update our belief systems with ones that, you know, might've just been passed on to us through society and lineage and stuff. But it really is, you know, awakening is a path towards sovereignty and it's a path towards empowerment and it's a path towards freedom and so i mean i think it's a it's a very powerful thing to just kind of be able to again know that so many of us is reason that like that's why we're here it's so awesome jenna go ahead yep. say it again i just was saying that it's all about going back to that heart center like you said you know really and as is. a pisces yeah. like i'm a water sign too so, yes yeah it, yeah exactly right like the the awakening process is like a journey back to the heart in, in a lot of ways because it, it, it i know for a lot of people um some of the main ways in which most people can awaken on on at any point it seems that everybody will go through this at some point um are the obvious things such as becoming aware of sacred geometry you know this is a yeah. very this is a very practical thing this is something that you could literally go find someone on the street corner and you could show them pictures and you could explain it to them in like five minutes. And, and if you're the first person that's ever to explain to them how, again, you know, like the fractal patterns that we see all throughout nature are the same fractal patterns within us, within the galaxy, within the stars and, you know, as above, so below. If you're you can, you can literally explain that to someone pretty effectively just by like pointing things out to them. And if you're the first person to do that for them, they can be like, holy crap, like why, you know, it, so that's, that's an awakening process where again, it's kind of, when you think about how we awaken within a dream, it's kind of like, you're just going along for the ride if you're in the dream and you don't know it's a dream. And then suddenly something, something, a pattern interrupt happens, something changes where you just kind of begin to like see things from a higher perspective. You see things a little bit differently. You see things, you know, just with that, like that slight deeper, broader understanding and so, yeah, like the, the sacred geometry thing is one that even for people listening to this, I really encourage you if you're gently trying to help your friends on their awakening process, 
introduce them to things like sacred geometry in very gentle ways explain it to them in a way that you can demonstrate you know show them a leaf and and show them like a tree and you understand that the patterns are the same and the patterns are the same patterns in our in our veins in our arms and all throughout our body again you know these are the memes and the internet has just completely accelerated the 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 ability for people to awaken to to some of this knowledge and and that's kind of a beautiful thing in itself when you understand how much our collective awakening ties in with the the parallel progression of technology you know like that in itself is, is propelling things in such an accelerated rate like whereas before a lot of this knowledge would not have been something that people would have been taught about you know people weren't able to look up lectures about alan watts they weren't able to listen to comedy stand-up by bill hicks you know it, it just wasn't there but now we have these tools where we can literally you know in a course of a night go through an awakening process and that's kind of what is it's interesting because you know many of us who are tuned into this perhaps we've gone through initial awakening processes back in the day and now we're, we're again we're still learning we're still growing and 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 once we kind of get to the point where we're awakening again then it kind of shifts into the practical where it's like okay now i'm awake what do i do with it right how do i help people how do i serve community um but the thing i was just going to say real quick and, and we'll pass this over to uh arita next as well so arita if you're there you can just um get yourself ready is uh keeping in mind that even right now literally as you are listening to this broadcast there is someone out there who is who is looking something up on the internet or who is watching a video or is watching a documentary and is quote-unquote awakening and and that's kind of what you hear you you hear that where some people they're they're literally just waking up like right now and, and and they're just stumbling upon you know maybe just like somebody's instagram feed that just like opens them up into a whole new world like it's it's crazy it's it's so powerful it, it really is it's so powerful just the the rate in which people can wake up these days whereas some people would literally be like you know one day i was one person and the next day i was seeing the world differently or or and some people literally talk about that not even in relationship yes and 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 some people talk about that not even in relationship to like them so much learning something but as much as they just feel something where they just wake up one day and and, and maybe they had a vivid dream and and, you know dreams can be an awakening process for some people they can have a lucid dream for the first time and they or or an astral projection they see themselves outside their body and they're just like holy crap you know like what else was in this reality so what else is possible so Again, you know, it's just kind of, it's it's interesting how some people will just wake up kind of, their soul will just like wake up one morning and just be like, be like, no, like this is going to change. Like this is, this is, you know, something's, something's different now. And they'll, it's, it's, again, it's hard for, it's hard for me to even be able to explain because it's going to be very subjective to, to each individual person. So, like I said, I want to be able to pass it to uh, Arita. Before we do that, I just want to read a couple of the comments here real quick that are on the Instagram so again, this is uh, the post that I put up earlier today where I just invited people in four sentences or less, tell us the story of your awakening. So this is a, a few comments. So I'm just going to read a few of them, then we'll pass it over to Arita. So uh, TXBOH, TexBo1992 says, I got alcohol poisoning, died and came back to life. Nothing has been the same for me since. 
and that's that's all they wrote so again you know the 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 whole concept of a near-death experience absolutely that's going to be for a lot of people on earth that's going to be their awakening again it's it's sometimes it's it's literally this 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 experience where where you can see things from a different perception from from a different dimension you're seeing things uh from a different state of consciousness and and if you're able to remember that no doubt that's going to have a huge awakening process and again that's where usually people will just be like wow okay like i am you know i am more again i am more than just this physical body i am soul and what does that mean so uh let me just read a few more here so um mm-hmm. Uh, path of the triple goddess wrote the home birth of my daughter in 1998 a hug from ama in 1999 and ama's like the hugging saint and reading autobiography of a yogi so again you can see there how someone uh the visceral experience of, of birth obviously that can be a triggering experience for awakening that's a beautiful thing to be able to understand and uh, again even just reading a book can can be in a, can really trigger things on awakening and meeting somebody um, who themselves is at like a state of awakening can also help trigger uh you know processes in the awakening uh, for those of you on the YouTube, uh, can you guys just drop me an 1111 if 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 the feed is coming through okay? Like, I think there might be some glitch within the bandwidth right now. And I'm looking to confirm whether or not it's affecting the broadcast. So, because I think it's like pausing and stuff. So, uh, let me know in the, in the YouTube chat if you guys can. That'd be really appreciated. I can see like the bandwidth is kind of struggling right now and I'm not exactly sure why. Uh, I'm just going to read a few more. Um, Freezing Rain 13 wrote, 13 wrote um, I had to go back and face a very dark period of my life. I had to rescue my childhood self and acknowledge that in many ways she had already died. I'm now in the process of understanding who I am as a person and how I have been through and how what I have been through is connected to my life's purpose. So again, that's very powerful. The idea of, of like healing past trauma Uh, of being able to understand like a deeper sense of our purpose like that that is powerful echo bodine says um or no they didn't say they didn't leave a they didn't leave a story um amanda says i was born this way (laughs) shout out amanda um mm -mm. here's amanda's story and again amanda's this is amanda who's been in our past broadcast she wrote I broke up with my girlfriend of two years after falling out of, or no, sorry, this is this is Alchemist of the Flesh. This is um, this is why am I forgetting his name all of a sudden? Sorry, Turner. Thank you. I was going to say Tanner. This is Turner, who's been in the past broadcast. He wrote. I broke up with my girlfriend of two years after falling out of love. I didn't know what was wrong with me. I was suffering and depressed, and I daydreamed of separation and death. I started to receive downloads while at my morning job. I don't know how else to describe them. Deep, profound thoughts that just came to me while putting away ink cartridges at Target, which were later understood with psychs and teachers. So again, like that's like... <clears throat> that's interesting in, in itself right you hear like how a story of heartbreak can can lead someone to eventually like a certain path on their life yet even still like the heartbreak doesn't seem like it's directly correlated with the downloads that he was getting but that in itself is like a whole nother story where literally people will just be talking about just having these like thoughts kind of come into them which is an interesting thing in itself because it's just like this 
awakening process that is happening here. It seems that, you know, as much as it is like an effect, it is a byproduct of how we are living our life. It seems as, as if there's like other entities, other intelligences, other consciousnesses that are involved with this process, that are invested in this process. And that's where, again, you hear the story of people getting these quote unquote, like downloads or messages or just visions or things like that. Um, so that's really cool too. Um, okay, I'm just going to read one more here and then we'll pass it. Uh, mm -mm, this is from Luna, who has been in our broadcast as well. As far as I can remember with my spiritual awakening, I think I was also after, I think it was also after, um, she says 2011, I think she might have meant 9-11, when I really went down the rabbit hole, but also to the fact that I've always been so drawn to the idea that there's something bigger than myself. As a kid, I'm going to blame Walt Disney and Fantasia. I think that's when I really opened up my mind. Um, I think that's when, I think that's when really opened my mind uh, to the world, even though I couldn't see doesn't mean it wasn't there. Um, so yeah, awesome story from Luna. Okay. Last one, last one, uh, from Danny. Danny says, <clears throat> I've, and that's and that's pretty cool that like Luna's story is like related to like watching a movie, right? So like sometimes that will happen. People will watch a movie and that will be an awakening process. You know, nowadays people could watch like the movie like Doctor Strange and the part when he like goes through the different realms. That could literally be an awakening thing where they're just like, whoa. Because it's basically like that's an awakening part in the story of the movie. So by watching that, it could also be like triggering for the soul to be like, whoa, like that's that's something there. You know, that's actually like not just a movie. Danny wrote, last one. Um, there's lots more, but last one for now. I've always been interested in exploring altered states of consciousness. I started doing psychedelics recreationally when I was 18 after being introduced to them via raves and music festivals. One night at a show after taking a powerful dose of liquid LSD, a voice in my head said, I'm awake. And since then, I became a, a, voracious, a voracious learner. I started to seek truth after watching uh, the acknowledge uh, after watching acknowledged by Dr. Greer, which is a documentary. Uh, it all went downhill there. It seemed like it all went down the rabbit hole from there. So uh, again, and that's like a really powerful story too. Again, like obviously there's going to be lots of stories of people who, you know, may not even really be into spirituality and psychedelics, and then after one you know, one psychedelic experience that literally could just like completely open them up to the idea that, okay, like there's, you know, there's more here and there's more to me. And, and I'm understanding that. And it's really interesting because you hear that a lot of people who go into the raver community who actually like go through their awakening process within the raving community and the raving community, you know, there's, there's a variety to it. There's a lot of varieties of energies. There's a lot of uh, the plur, which is again, the peace, love, unity, and respect. Um, but again, there's like a lot of people within the raving community who might not really be totally into the spiritual psychedelics. And then, so people kind of get into it from the music side of it. And then the culture of it awakens them into like the bigger picture. So uh, yeah, again, just fascinating stories. Okay. Let's, um, Oh, it looks like Arita uh, isn't in the Hangout anymore. So at this point, uh, again, guys, I did want to be able to invite other people to be able to join the broadcast. There's only uh, me, Jean, Jenna, and Amor uh, in here. And we're going to check if Amor is, if their audio is working in a second, because previously we weren't entirely sure. And so in the meantime, I do want to be able to invite more people to be able to join in to share their story. Um, again, this broadcast is only going to be a couple hours long, but obviously, I can keep reading the stories on the Instagram, but um, there's not 
unlimited amount of those. And again, I want to be able to use this space to be able to invite you guys on to be able to share your story. So uh, we don't got a huge crowd tonight and that's totally cool. There's about like six of us watching. So, uh, and then again, a couple of us in the chat and again, Hey, that's just how it is. You know, it's a couple days after the new moon. I think a lot of us are just kind of like recalibrating and everything right now. So that's totally cool. Uh, but again, just inviting you guys to be able to join the hangouts. If you are in the YouTube and you want to be able to join and, um, yeah, and it looks like it's, uh, yeah, and, and if the YouTube's a bit glitchy, again, just keep a, keep an eye on that, let me know. The the video is always going to be glitchy, but it's just more so the audio that we want to make sure is working properly. So I just want to be able to invite a more to be able to share if they are there, and we're going to find out um, as I just, I'm just going to, more. I'm just going to pull up your audio here, so... Amor, if you're there, can you just do a quick sound check real quick? Yeah, can you hear me? Yes, perfect. Awesome, we can. Sweet. All right, Amor, would you like to share a story of your awakening for the broadcast tonight? Yes. Okay, uh, sweet. Okay, perfect. uh, Well, uh, again, just thank you for being here. And uh, yes, passing the talking stick over to you. And uh, just to confirm, is this your first time on our broadcast? Yes, it is. Awesome. Yeah. Well, welcome, welcome, man. Thank you for thank you for sharing. And again, we'll pass the talking stick to you, so you can just say whatever name you want to go by. If you want to say where you're from, that's totally cool. And then, other than that, anything that you would like to share about your story of awakening. So, passing the talking stick over to you. Go right ahead, man. Okay. Well, uh, first, I, I would just like to say, uh, you know, namaste and laketch to my family. Uh, love, light, blessings, and wholeness to everyone here. Uh, today and I'm just really uh, excited to have this opportunity to connect with everybody. Um, my name uh, is Love. Uh, I chose that name because uh, uh, when I had my awakening experience, when it came to full manifestation, I realized that you know that's who I am. That's who we all are. We're all one, and uh, that's you know. I need to, I needed to uh, be called who I am. And so I changed my name to Amor, uh, Amore, uh, Ahaba, Jetem, any, any word basically that uh, in any language that means love, I, I go by whichever one I feel like uh, going by. Like sometimes, um, I think it was like maybe two and a half weeks ago, I was going by Ahaba. Ahaba is a Hebrew for love and i was calling myself that i was calling other people that calling my kids that and you know explaining to them why but uh you know you know uh, you know i am love uh you are love you know we are love and uh, we are all one and so uh that actually uh that's what my what you see the the logo or symbol whatever you want to call it it's a sigil I don't know if you guys know what sigils are, but basically uh, that phrase that I just said um, is represented. The, the intention behind uh, the logo that I came up with is that sentence of I am love, you are love, we are love, we are all one. Uh, and so whenever anybody looks at that uh, subconsciously, that gets programmed into your subconscious as a reminder so uh, that is creating uh, the shift and it is tremendously affecting everybody that sees it in the awakening process 
And I believe that, so I know that it is true. Um, so a little background on me. Um, I've always been told I've been long-winded and I'm really trying to uh, work on that and try to uh, say more with less words. But I grew up in a uh, non-denominational home. I'm from the United States. I'm in Pennsylvania, Harrisburg. If you are anywhere near me, please seek me out because I am looking for my soul family to connect with. You're in Pittsburgh? Oh, okay. Right. I've been here one month. Wow, Pittsburgh. Yeah, that's about a, what, uh, I think it's four and a half. Oh, is uh, maybe it? Five oh, yeah, hour I drive don't, I don't even know. I just saw tons of yeah. I'm like, hey! <laughs> but, um, so yeah, I'm born and raised here, okay? And uh, I grew up in a uh, non-denominational Christian environment. Uh, in a home, you know, both parents married, sister and whatnot. And so I grew up in um, a very like spiritual atmosphere. I uh, I don't know if you guys know anything about the word of faith movement or Christianity or any of that stuff, but um, I experienced signs, wonders, miracles, um, speaking in uh, what uh, many awakened people call like light language. They call it speaking in tongues. Um, different words, but it all like means the same thing. But anyway, um, fast forward, I was bullied from first grade all the way up to eighth grade, uh, by everybody every day, um, including the teachers. I had ADHD growing up. My parents did not give me medication for it. So I had a very unstable life as far as careers. I think I've had like 40 jobs since I was 16 years old and I'm 40 years old now. Um, and relationships, uh, many of the things that, that, um, that you were saying, Jenna, um, I resonated with a lot of those things because I've experienced those things as well. It was, it was pretty, uh, pretty, pretty interesting, uh, that we experienced a lot of the same things, but so, uh, but anyway, what I was saying is that like, uh, I grew up in this environment. I saw I saw people in wheelchairs get up and walk. I saw uh, like like energies being like uh, or you know what you would call jinn or demons, whatever you want to call them, uh, low vibrational entities. Uh, I saw them coming out of people, going into people. I've seen uh, I've I've uh, been used as a vessel to, by my uh, higher self to perform and and witness uh healings as well and so um fast forward you know i lived a regular you know life uh, when i graduated from high school i got into uh heavily into the i went to art school so i got really into drugs light hallucinogenics psychedelics acid uh blotters gel tabs shrooms uh, all those things um, and then I found like some organic, like, uh, you know, more natural ways to elevate my consciousness. And I, I dibbled and dabbled with that for a while. And then, uh, I was always back and forth in and out of the church, one foot in one foot out, which was never a good thing. But then, um, I went full force into the uh, Christianity and became a licensed minister and youth pastor, assistant youth pastor, 
And then I bounced around the church block for several years. And I had met my wife down at Bible school in Fort Myers, Florida. And then when, um, so then, you know, uh, fast forward, like, you know, I've always been told that I was like a prophet, uh, in Christianity, a prophet is somebody that, uh, hears from, from God and, uh, they know like past, present and future. And they know these things to bring, uh, to edify, exhort and comfort people. Um, I, I consider myself uh, just a, an awakened person. Anybody that's awakened is going to have uh, supernatural because they're connecting with, with themselves, you know, their, their God self, their higher self, higher consciousness, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I call him Yahuwah because Yahuwah is actually uh, in Hebrew and in English, it means I am that I am. So, uh, yeah. So anyway, um, I, I was a youth pastor and I did all that for a while. And then I was married and I, I have five kids and um, then I got divorced. And then uh, near the right before my divorce, I had started to question everything I had ever been taught. And I just went on this journey and I just started studying the origins of things. And that's how it, it really happened for me. Um, what really did it for me was... Uh, my neighbor, my neighbor had came to me one day, he started talking to me about tithing. If you guys don't know what that is, it's 10% of your gross income. It's something that uh, Christians believe that if they do and they give to the church that they will be like receive this like special blessing. But if they don't, that they're going to be cursed with a curse, um, according to uh, Malachi 3 chapter 10. But so I started to really dive into tithing. And then I from there, I felt like spirit was just taking me on this journey. And then I started to question everything else that I had ever known. And then uh, as I did this, I uh, stumbled upon Edgar Casey, And I started diving in and from there and um, diving deep, infinite waters, uh, Ralph Smart. I started listening to him. Then I got into uh, Will Rogers, Master Teacher 33. Check him out. Um, and then just, it kept, I just kept kind of like bouncing around and then I found David Ike and, um, you know, and, uh, just this journey continued to go on. I just started watching all kinds of videos about all kinds of different things and learned a lot of different stuff about the Christ consciousness and unity consciousness. And then I got into, uh, uh, the esoteric, uh, teachings and, um, understanding, the you know the esoteric and the gnostic belief system and so then i as i be it was master teacher 33 that really awakened me when i started listening to his teachings and how he was talking about uh like true spirituality and, and what like you know the christ was and jesus and and the true name and all these different things man really really opened my eyes and i really began to see things as they were and I started to so blatantly see like all these things that are all around us hidden in plain sight we don't even realize people are so asleep man and they don't even realize what is happening um and and a lot of these people in Christianity they're waiting around for something they don't realize that it's already happened and they're in it and they don't know it and they're <laughs> it's just like and everything's like a self-fulfilled prophecy i mean there's just so many things man 
Um, now, as far as experiences go concerned, um, I've had, I almost died. And uh, so I, I suffered from PTSD in 98. I had an accident. I was coming back from somewhere on the highway. I was in the passenger side. I'll make another long story short. I, um, drunk driver hit us and I hit the windshield and um, my cousin had ended up getting trapped underneath the bottom right tire because she got hit by the, the the minivan that hit us. But anyway, uh, the whole, like we were outside, it was nighttime, the whole sky whites up with bright white light and there's this being that appears next to me and, and asks me if I need help because my cousin is trapped underneath the back right tire of my car. And next thing I know, man, I'm just lifting the car like it was like a like paperweight, like it was like this. If you can see the shoe, it's like this. Put it down. I mean, that's like what I did with the car. And um, the uh, the entity, the celestial being, uh, helped me do that. And then when I looked, it was gone, just disappeared. Everybody saw it though. And then I just like I felt myself leaving my body, and I was just like my God, I don't want to die, you know, give me another chance. So that was like a really climactic point in my, uh, in my life and in my journey. And then I had many, many spiritual experiences where like, uh, whenever I get drunk and high and, uh, I would always, uh, know things about people. I would, I would go up to strangers and tell them things about themselves. Um, people would think I was an angel and, you know, and, you know, now I realize that, uh, I am an angel you know, because angel means messenger. So if you're, uh, if you're a carrier of information, uh, you're an angel. Surprise. But yeah, so that's what I believe anyway. Um, I believe that we're all angels in our own right. And um, so uh, I've been, I've had experiences where like, I've been fully exposed to the multiverse. I have seen multidimensional beings. I have uh, had experiences in meditation uh, when I'm breathing in, in meditative states and when I'm heightened on cannabis. And I will travel to the future and leave my body and I will see like future things and then I'll come back and have knowledge of it. Um, there are different versions of me that uh, like to come in when I get like high so like uh, when I use cannabis, I use it in low amounts uh, for, you know, just to help with pain, but I'm also using it like, you know, breathing is also helping. I'm learning about breathing and, and uh, that's all. But um, yeah, like, uh, so that's kind of like what's going on with that. I lost my train of thought. Please forgive me. <laughs> I forgot what I was talking about. Um, but um, yeah, so that's my story. Oh yeah, the multidimensional. Okay, yeah. So you would call it multiple personality disorder. That's what they like to diagnose it. And the reason why they diagnose people with all these things, in my personal opinion, is because they don't want people to know the truth. You know, they're hiding it. They want to keep people enslaved and, you know, in this fake reality, uh, in this matrix that we're in. And uh, I'm a whistleblower and I tell people what's really going on. Um, most recently, this is what I'm going through right now. So as I've been continuing on this journey, um, the woman that I'm with is also on her own spiritual journey as well. And so is my ex-wife. And so when I had my shift, everything in my reality shifted. I look at everything and everybody differently. And I feel like 
uh, I feel like that um, I feel like something is definitely happening globally. And I know that all of us that are waking are all feeling this energy and I'm definitely feeling the energy and people, there are people that are around me that are slowly starting to have their own awakening processes. And it's something that is, it's happening to everybody, guys, everybody, everywhere uh, that I know is experiencing something in their relationships, period, whether it's an intimate one or one with friends and family, loved ones, what have you, something is going on with relationships and um, things are feeling very surreal. Uh, you know, I, I felt like I was in hell. Like I felt like I, sometimes it, you know, not anymore, but I was feeling like I was in hell. I was feeling like I was going crazy. I have questioned my reality. Like, I don't know what's real. Um, you know, it's like I'm fighting like this old self, like the ego of the person that I was. I had to come to terms with the fact that I was just really not a nice person, very prideful. Uh, I had narcissistic parents that just were very emotionally abusive and they still are to this day and they don't even realize it. And so, um, you know, I'm really uh, learning how to love right now without attachments to be able to love them. But, you know, say I don't need them to be happy. I don't need anyone but myself to experience happiness. But, um, yeah, so uh, my experiences of what's been happening to me, I've been having like seizures. I've been uh, experiencing like glitches in the matrix like seeing people um, walk, like one day me and my son are going up the stairs and my wife is walking into the, uh, you know, into the living room and we both see her walking into the living room. And then um, we hear her calling me from downstairs and we're like, what the hell? Like, how did she get down there? Well, she was never upstairs, Me, but me and my son both saw her walking into the living room just crazy like wild stuff like that man like seeing like uh seeing like this uh the only way i can describe is like this this purple little girl that was hiding under the swing on my on my on my wife's porch and pushing the swing back and forth and she was moving so fast you know and i i was just like my daughter my four-year-old daughter sees her too and we're both talking about it. And then I asked somebody else if they see it, see the girl and they don't see her. And, but my other daughter that's on the porch, she sees her because she's playing with her. And I'm like, what is happening? Like, what is happening? Okay. And then like, you know, I, I stopped eating meat. I have no idea uh, in the beginning. Why, like, why, why do I feel bad about eating meat? And then I, I start to feel like a connection with all of the animals and I feel like I'm one with them and, and like, I'm feeling like connections with the plants and, and like, you know, I'm, I'm sitting here smoking my, my vape and, and getting high because I'm always high on cannabis. Uh, but not like, I'm not talking about stone, like silly and outer space. I'm just talking about, I'm still functional, but you know, like I can understand my cat, my freaking cat is talking to me telepathically and I can understand what they're saying. You know, and I, I can't just really talk to people about these things because it sounds crazy, but it's happening. You know, it doesn't seem real, but I know that it's real. I know I'm not crazy, but I've been telling everybody about this stuff and uh, it's it's making people uncomfortable. I'm being completely rejected by my family. 
I've been sleeping out in a tent uh, by choice because, and I left the, the, the system of money, the monetary system of slavery is what I call it. I'm against the money system because it's stupid. You know, we're all love. We all need to be sharing each other's resources and all coming together as one and stop separating ourselves. Like we're destroying ourselves as a people and humanity. And uh, we really need to stop doing that and wake up, you know, like what the hell are we doing to each other? We're, you know, every, all the problems that have happened in this world are all because of us. And we wait, it's all because we forgot who we were. If we understand that we're love, then, um, you know, we won't have these problems that we're having anymore. There won't be any more crime or wars or none of that, man, because every, we have enough stuff on this planet for everybody to have more than enough and all live in peace and just be, you know, like Jenna said, we just need to be, and that's what I'm all about. So I'm seeking right now. Hold on, folks. We might have just had a slight... Looking for new members. I am ready to go. Uh, I told all my family what I was doing. And, um, you know, they basically just said peace. You know, um, they don't want to come with me. I've offered invitations to friends and family saying, like, free yourself. Quit your job and be free and come be with me and come create the world that you want for yourself and love with other people that are all, you know... Uh, having the same mindset and these people are so deep in programming that they just love uh you know they they can't see what's going on man and um but i do and, and i'm ready to go into the next level man and so that's where i'm at and that's who i am awesome thank you so much for sharing it more that's a beautiful story and dude thank you for connecting and yes i know we chatted a little bit earlier on instagram so happy yeah. to have you here man yeah, dude, that's, 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 that's like, again, there's just like so much of that story. But again, I think what's fascinating is that for other people to be able to hear this, there's like elements to that where they can totally relate. And they're just like, they're like, Oh, my God, like, that was happening for me. or Oh, my God, that was happening for me. But again, like, even within there, even within what you were talking about, there was like, again, you know, there's there's like multiple stages within our awakening that all together just kind of like add up to where we are now, kind of, you know, you're talking about like, obviously, like the near death experience, the relationship with the church, the realization of like your relationship to food. Um, but again, even just like your realization of your relationship with like your your own spiritual self is, is such a huge part of it as well. But yeah, dude, thank you well, so one of the much. Things I Go did ahead, not man. Mention, I forgot. Yeah, 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 please I really do. need everybody to know this is that um when I got divorced, like I lost my relationship uh, my first marriage. I lost um and then I had gotten into another relationship and that was just a freaking roller coaster because we neither of us knew at the time that we were uh, both uh each other's like twin flame and we were called to uh we chose each other to resolve each other's karmic debt. So that relationship was insane. It was like a roller coaster up and down. She met me at my lowest when I'm like having all types of weird, crazy stuff happen to me. And my it's turning my family completely upside down because we were like a leave it to beaver kind of family. And, and it's just like so crazy, uh, all the stuff that happened. And so I lost that relationship, the second one. I lost my, my careers. Uh, I got into some money and then I got into cryptocurrency and Bitcoin, made a lot of money, lost a lot of money because I didn't know what I was doing. And I was in this other like network marketing business 
was doing great, making, had a lot of people and then lost all of that. I lost everything, man. Like every single thing. I lost my car. I lost my relationships with my uh, children and my friends. I lost my house into short sale. Uh, I'm living in my parents' basement. I'm 40 years old. I have seven kids and my kids live with my ex-wife who is also on her awakening path. She's a completely different woman from the woman I married. And so we actually get along now better than we did when we were married. And, you know, uh, we are raising our children completely differently than the way we were raised, which uh, many of you probably are used to, uh, you know, getting a switch from the yard, uh, you know, getting spanked with belts and hangers. And uh, maybe you're not, but uh, that was my life growing up. If you're Puerto Rican, you know what I'm talking about, because that's what happens to Puerto Ricans and Blacks and minorities, at least from my age range growing up in the 70s, uh, you know, being born in 78 and whatnot. But um, anyway, I'm a Gemini Cancer, Life Path 7, uh, so that'll tell you a lot about me. And I just really needed to tell everybody that all those things, that I lost completely everything, but yet in the midst of all of that, not having a career, I don't want to go back to uh, work in the money system and so i'm getting a lot of uh you know persecution and uh, getting ostracized about pretty much everybody around me because i i don't want to do that but um you know i i have my reasons for not wanting to do that but anyway i am at peace is what i'm trying to say in the midst of all of that where you know no i i have nothing uh, you know, that this matrix, the people in 3D in this, in this uh, fake reality world, they would consider me a homeless bum that's mooching off of their parents. But you know what? Uh, that's not true. And uh, I know that. I don't care what anybody thinks anymore. I'm not doing anything that does not serve my divine purpose, which is to be light and love and to awaken my fellow brothers and sisters in the body of light uh you know and that's it so that's i needed to say that and now i'm gonna shut up <laughs> worried man i hear you <laughs> yeah and and again that's kind of I was, I was actually just gonna kind of like ask you and everything with what you're saying saying just like you know like how like how are you feeling right now because i think like that in itself is like a huge part of the the awakening process where again you you'll, you'll hear stories of people in, in, in similar circumstances, um, yet very different where, you know, they might go through this process of, you know, like having all the riches they can imagine. And, and yet it, their soul is just like, you know, like this isn't it, this isn't what I'm actually looking for. And then suddenly it's not until they lose something either by choice or by like fate or happenstance. And then suddenly like that switches and then it's just like, Oh, like, this is what's important this is you know all that other stuff was like distracting me from the truth it was like layers and layers on top of the truth and it's like once you kind of like go through it and you just kind of like you know like what's real what's real what's real and then eventually you like get to like that realization of the self and everything and like again like what you said that in itself that is the, the most that is the wealthiest thing that that we possess because that is the thing that like no one can take from us you know like that that is one thing where if it's like just us like we still have that we still have that just like that 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 connection that knowing that source connection and 
that can really take us to some like beautiful places, especially when you're in like that deep place of like trust and, and you're kind of kind of just like seeing like, you know, like where is the universe taking me when you're kind of aligned with that with that bigger purpose of again like what you were just kind of saying where you you're you're feeling that call to be able to like help other people to to help you know again like even even like helping those who may be in like less fortunate circumstances other than yourself because i mean like like that that in itself is kind of a beautiful thing that happens with the awakening process is that again it calls us into a place of service um and this is kind of like the like again like that sort of perspective of like the buddha nature where again you know you kind of like you see the suffering of others as the suffering of of yourself of that bigger picture so like when you can kind of when you're not stuck in your ego that becomes way more clear and then you realize that it's just like okay you know like i don't need i don't need like all of these like bells and whistles to help make a difference in this world like they they can play a role but i mean again you know just like taking care of your own heart space and like, you know, just like connecting with community and in some of the simpler ways, again, just like helping other people, like that's incredibly important. But yeah, man, like just checking in with you and then we're going to pass it over to uh, Arita, like just kind of like even with where you are now and everything like that. And, and you're kind of already said this, but yeah, like how does your heart feel right now? Like, do you still feel like inspired and in, in going forward on your journey? Absolutely, man. Like uh, I know that I know that I know that what is happening is, is real. Oh, that uh, I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. Because see, I know who I am, man. And uh, I know who you are and I know who everybody in here is because we're all, we're all one, man. We're all just different manifestations of ourselves having our own individualized experience. And when we connect, we're getting to share the knowledge from our experiences that we've all had as source energy manifested in these physical bodies. So yeah, brother, I am definitely feeling great. Awesome. Uh, More. I I feel more at peace because I have like just understanding and, 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 you know, oneness than I ever had before. I feel great about it, man. I really do. That's awesome, man. That's really beautiful. I think that's a really powerful thing for other people to be able to hear again, you know, because just for, for a lot of us, like, yeah, it's just kind of like, oh, we need, you know, we need that next thing to be able to get to that place where we're going to feel like happiness and stuff like that. But it's like, no, like sometimes it's actually, you know, like removing what, what you think you need in order to be able to like find what it is that you already have. So weird, man. Sweet. Uh, anything else you want to share right now, dude? We're going to pass the talking stick next after that. So just even gratitude you want to express um, yeah i mean just uh you know just uh, you know just stay in the now uh, is what i can is what i'm really really learning like um don't ever feel like you have fully arrived because there's always another layer to uh, be unveiled and revealed you know we're always going to be growing and learning and just you know it's just don't rush it. Just sit back and enjoy the experience. You're exactly where you're supposed to be at right now. And the, that is because uh, if you weren't, then you wouldn't be there. <laughs> you wouldn't be where you are right now if you weren't supposed to be there. And the fact that you are where you are uh, right now in your process, wherever that is, uh, is because you're supposed to be there. But also know that uh, that you are creator and that you are in control of your experience 
and how fast it, it you know you have your awakening or how slow it takes it's really uh you only limit yourself by your own imagination man and and um you know all of us that are already there we're just here to like point you to the door but you you know you've all heard this before but you have to turn the knob and walk through it and that's that's so true man so you know uh jump in the water is great you know <laughs> stay in the now create your reality and, and focus on what all the things that are good and, and and focus on what you want uh to see happen be the change you know that you want to see in the world be love that's it man that's it that's it awesome sweet thank you again brother thank you amor so awesome yeah man that was wonderful Cool, dude. Well, hang around here, you know, um, even jump in the live chat on YouTube and stuff where we'll pass the talk and stick around. But again, man, thank you so much for joining and sharing your inspiration and your story. So namaste, man. I appreciate it. Awesome. Sweet. All right, guys. So we'll uh, we'll keep passing the talk and stick around uh, a little bit more. Like I said, we got um, we, we got a, about a half hour until we're at about the two hour mark. And so I wanted to be able to pass it over to <clears throat> over to Arita and uh, Arita, I'm just going to pull up your microphone real quick just to be able to check in with you to be able to confirm that you would like to share. Hey, Arita, are you there? Check one. Check one. Awesome. Cool. Arita, would you like to share your story next? Um, yeah, and I um, agree with a lot of what everybody said. Or not. Um, I guess I would say that my oh somebody put it perfectly and so succinct, succinctly um that it's going great thanks and i think or something to that yeah effect. yeah it's, it's going and i great. think that yeah. that really you know it really yeah, sums it up going. because yeah. it doesn't end yeah. and i think the learning and the journey keeps going until the day we die and and then we're released from this whatever it is um and I think that I've sort of, I thought of an analogy earlier. It's sort of like jumping on and off a train of, of uh, awakening. And certainly that's what it's been like for me. Mm -hmm. um, and things like I mentioned on Insti, you know, like experiencing different cultures, um, certain things like also near-death experiences, um, one thing that really struck me, I think I was about nine. Can you hear me? Yes, you're, you're cool. so good. Keep going. <laughs> it's weird talking and not listening to other people interacting. <laughs> that makes sense. Um, and, uh, what was that? Yeah. So one, another really profound experience. I think I was nine. And we were all at my grandparents' house and my grandfather went somewhere. He had a meeting or something. And um, he went out at night and he was involved in a major car crash. And at the same time that that car crash happened, I felt, oh, my, I heard it. So I heard the crash. Um, but he was in the city and I was out of the city. And so I couldn't have possibly heard it. And I just went into absolute shock. And then like 15 minutes later, we got the phone call that he was involved in a crash. So there's one thing. And then I was like, hmm, okay, I'm nine. Didn't think about it. And then um, that same year I went to Indonesia and lived with the people there. 
And so that was profound in, in um, enabling me to see how privileged I am, um, how fortunate I am and how much inequity there is in the world. Uh, so that was another point. But then, you know, in saying that, like I discovered tarot and, you know, astrology, numerology and everything quite young, like yourself um, in high school. And then, you know, certain other experiences helped me on my way. I don't think that it's one specific thing for me. I think it's a chain of events. Mm -hmm. um, I... I um, did a more dropout. I totally get where and more comes from. I too have, um, you know, was lost in the sink of um, twin flame relationships and karmic relationships and coming out on the other side now. Um, yeah. Wait a minute. So, yeah, so then I would drop in and out of the system, you know, becoming going to university, getting a career, working for the government, um, having children, buying a house, et cetera, et cetera. And throughout that, I would drop in and out. Now, I think recently in the last two years or so, I learned about the term empath. And once I learned about that term, it really changed my whole perspective on life. And I realised that I was in fact an unawake empath or an unaware empath and going down the pathway of all of these karmic relationships and throwing myself into them. And then I decided with my divorce that I would then, you know, look a little deeper within me. Um, and I found out that in fact, that's avoidance, throwing ourselves into other people, but it's a very classic way. Hello? Oh, it's a very classic way for an empath or path for an empath to go because, um, you know, we take on a lot of other people's energy and it's very easy to get into that dynamic of caring for others rather than looking within. And so I think to the point I am now, that really, really changed my life because I realised, you know, I'm sort of in this dynamic of relationships within this greater, um, you know, system that is very oppressive and unhealthy and, you know, we're destroying the planet. And so I think becoming aware that I can affect my own reality and, in fact, take accountability for my reality rather than... Um, blaming others and looking to others and blaming situations and blaming circumstances. Um, now I, I'm aware that I actually do have power and I can affect change and it all starts with me. And it's only with looking within, within you and dropping away. It's kind of like shaking off scales in a way, um, you know, like the, the guy on the um, on the Discord chat posted, or the girl posted the lizard. I can't remember who it was, but anyway, sort of like a snake shedding your skin. Um, and you sort of got to drop off all of these ego-driven um, appendages <laughs> that we gather through life. And, um, and then we're able to look within and slow down. And, yeah, and that's sort of where I'm at now. And... Um, you know, it's really interesting. It's an interesting time, us millennials, although 
I'm an elder millennial. <laughs> and, um, and it's really cool. It's a cool time to be around. Um, although I think it's happened throughout history. I also think, I mean, you know, I'm not going to get into conspiracy theories here, but um, I, I would say that our power is hidden from us. And um, I, I really wish that I had this awareness uh, back then when I was younger that I do now because I wouldn't have wasted so much time. <laughs> but, um, you know, um, in, in saying that, no, nothing is wasted time really because it's, um, you know, just add it to the library of experience and your wisdom in the end. And yeah, that's about it. <laughs> that's awesome. Thank you, Arita. Soliloquy. <laughs> AKA Peace Monkey. So. <laughs> yo, yo, Peace Monkey 1111. Look Peace me up on Insta. Dis on Discord and Insta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Awesome. Sweet. Yeah, no. Um, I, yeah, totally. Like, I, again, you know, just this, this I, I, I like the analogy that you're talking about, the idea of it being like getting on a moving train. Because you're right. It seems... Mm. I, I've noticed that even within my own journey is that like there have been periods where I've kind of gone through awakenings and then I'm like, oh, right. Yeah. Like here I am. Here I am. And then kind of like yeah, there will yeah. be a bit of um almost like a lull or, or something. And, and you'll kind of like almost yeah. like feel like mm -hmm. a bit of a distance between yourself and like the initial kind of like excitement that you had when you first kind of were like waking up to a lot of this stuff. And then you kind of mm. like go through this process where eventually you're just kind of like, okay, do I want to keep staying kind of like less excited or, you know, is there more for me to discover? And then all there always is more to discover. And then again, so that's where it's kind of yeah. like, you're like, you're like back on the train again. Infinite. And, then, and then the train... <laughs> can really start moving fast sometimes and, and like that's the beauty of it but again I think what's what's mm -hmm. amazing is that like once we kind of realize um and this is what you know what Amor was talking about as well you, you get to this process of realizing like how connected you are with your reality that that the process is like really awakening to the idea that you're a student of it you're a student in every moment and as long as you're conscious of that mm -hmm. then like the lessons are coming to you in a way that you're able to receive it like every single day and so it's this process of like you know you're awakening to mm -hmm. yourself every single day you're you're solidifying truths that that you already know not just through reading it in a book but through direct experience and that's where again you know i think when we're out there connecting with our community, when, you know, even it's really, it's really fascinating because <clears throat> this project, again, the reason why I've created this project is literally to be able to help accelerate the shift in consciousness. And think about that for a second, you know, what does that really mean? That means, you know, doing things mm -hmm that will actually make a difference opposed to no one doing anything at all. And so again, obviously through these broadcasts, we're bringing three people together. We're connecting people as community. We're creating that space where we're, we're collectively like moving our shared stories forward. But in particular with the things um, such as, you know, what I always talk about with like building the physical paradigm shift communities and even the things like us free hugs, those actions are specifically taken to be able to help accelerate, accelerate the shift by helping people wake up. Because again, you know, we are, we are, you know, creatures of, of, we, we, we read the, like our souls read the language of symbols, our souls read the language of stories and contacts. And so that's why for me, 
once I kind of realized like how this awakening process was on was was happening and realized that again these truths it wasn't it was never so much a process of trying to you know teach people something new it was always this process of trying to like help them remembering something that they already had inside of them that, that they did already mm, know that, that they already knew in that sense and so that was always something that for me was a big part of my awakening process. Like once I started, mm -hmm. you know, looking into the, the, the quantum side of things, the metaphysical side of things, the spiritual realms of side of things, there was always this feeling of like, okay, this, like no one's like, like I'm, I'm, I'm connecting these dots in my own way where it's just, it's, it's starting to make sense yet. No one's actually telling me it. it it's just kind of like getting little pieces mm -hmm. of information and it starts to form this bigger picture. And again, it's these aha moments where it's just like, Oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. And then again, it just kind of like builds this bigger picture. So when we're doing things like free hugs, and again, this is why I encourage people to do this realize how powerful it is that a, a free hug with someone can be a pivotal moment in their awakening process and the way how this works again is that when we're doing free hugs yes there's the act of compassion which is like awakening in itself but when you guys you guys shifters when you guys are out there and you're literally giving people the shift buttons that in itself is giving them access to like all of the media on the website and so if they go to the website on the shift button and even if they just watch like currently the first video on there which is the awakening within the matrix in five minutes video that in itself can literally be something that can start opening people up can can suddenly just like show them something that they've never been showed before and again that's usually that that can usually be the case quite simply is the fact that our our, our awakening for a lot of us is someone presenting a, a piece of information that up until that point no one had and it's crazy to think that like no one had but again kind of like what you're saying it's just like you know is this is, is like how much of it is intentional versus how much of it is just like unconscious in terms of you know like powers that be trying to suppress this knowledge and keep it hidden from us versus the fact that we're all just kind of sleepwalking and we just kind of like forget to be able to bring it forward with us into our educational systems into into our you know modern day context and things like that and so because again like even the context of, if, you know, if we're talking about this awakening process, there's this, I guess there's an interesting topic there of like thinking about a child and is a child already awakened? Now, there would definitely be this idea of understanding that a child in many ways is already like innately more sensitive to their connection to the metaphysical spiritual side of reality um but in terms of them like their soul would know their soul would know but would their conscious brain be fully awakened i would say like that kind of happens once we get to the later stages where like our brain's a little bit more developed and again we're the awakening process comes from the 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 the, the pattern like the, the ability to be able to again kind of like coherently have a bigger understanding and, and and i think with kids even though they may be intuitively already connected to this knowing they don't really like they don't really know that they know like if, if that makes sense like it's just it's just them being them um so again it's kind of once we kind of get to that degree of of a little bit more sovereignty where w again it's obvious we go through this process where like yeah as kids we're, we're pretty connected we're pretty awakened just naturally 
and then we kind of dip off a bit by the time we're about like you know between like 7 and 18 or whatever and that's where we kind of get programmed going into school and stuff like that and then again it's and it's like once we reach that point there's going to be like a precipice where it like something's gonna something's gonna shift something's gonna snap something's gonna change something's gonna just like put us in a position where it's just like okay there's got to be more of this and then that's where again we use the knowledge that we have we use the brains that we have to be able to just you know do the investigative research um so it's it's, it's a really beautiful thing to think about you know we are res in many ways we are responsible for our own awakening and and i think a lot of times it will just happen to us just by happenstance but beyond those initial moments we really need to take responsibility for our ongoing awakening now that we are conscious of it and this is where you know reading things like reading books again putting things into practical knowledge practicing our meditations practicing our dream explorations going out there and evoking synchronicity going out there and doing acts of altruism things such as free hugs sitting things building community like creating art creating art can be an awakening process because we realize the 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 role that we play as channels for for information like that can be thought of as a, again another step within the awakening process because it's like what what does it if if we were trying to label it where does the awakening process evidently take us to um i feel that in many ways again it kind of gets it, it, it kind of works it, it works and, and I kind of summarize this, but I'm just going to summarize it again. It kind of works in these stages where eventually we, we become aware of the fact that we are luminous beings. And, and like that's where it's a big shift kind of within the, our evolution as human beings. And I talked about this in the tarot card where, you know, right now we have homo sapiens, but the next step beyond that is homo luminous. And that's like those of us who are aware of our light beingness, of our light elements of our light abilities and now from here the awakening process beyond just kind of like becoming aware of things is to begin developing skill sets to begin developing our own self-mastery to begin to move ourselves towards the the activated avatar that we can be the best versions of ourselves that we can be i feel at least from my personal feelings of things that that is like where the awakening process can continue to take us because it gets us to the point where we like this this is the thing with awakening is that it, it it is it is a challenging thing because it puts us in a place of responsibility and so when you think about it like that responsibility we we gotta we gotta hold that we gotta hold that like with integrity and if we do that is where we can really launch ourselves into that next stage of human potential where we are taking full responsibility for our life and not just for how we are treating ourselves, but again, how we're showing up for others. And I feel that like once you get to that higher state of awakening, you're in this perpetual state of gratitude, bliss and excitement. And I feel like that's really powerful because, again, that's like the lucidity that you have when you awaken. And, and this is, again, you know, using the concept of awakening, we're obviously using this relative to the language that we're using is very parallel to that of a dream. And so when you're in the dream and you're not awake, you're just kind of moving along for the ride. When you are awake, you become lucid and you become aware of the fact that you're co-creating, but you also become responsible for the fact that you're co-creating. So again, for people who are awakening, notice how you'll go through stages and then continue to find purpose by continuing to seek how you can serve others by continuing to ask like what it is that you can give to others so um 
yeah like again i think it's just it's a beautiful conversation it's a beautiful thing that that we got going on here uh, i want to be able to read a couple more stories in the instagram and then i actually wanted to be able to um it doesn't look like at this point everyone it doesn't look like we have anybody else joining if there is anybody else who wants to join the hangout like right before we're getting close to the end please do um i'm, I'm gonna read a couple more stories uh, on on Instagram as well, um, but I did just want to be able to check in uh, with Arita if there's anything else that you want to be able to share. Just again in relation to like what we're what we're looking at here in terms of like the bigger you know the bigger shift in consciousness and stuff. Um, actually, I'll just I'll, I'll just say one thing real quick because mm. um, it's important. Again, you know, yes, everybody is going through their own process of awakening, but 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 but. We have to understand that there are some souls who will be living their life here within this incarnation who will actually choose not to fully awaken. Like that is actually their choice. And that's something that in some ways, like we have to be able to understand that and we have to be able to respect that. So yeah, like our job as we awaken it's not to literally go up to people and be able to like shake them and be like, oh my God, like wake up, wake up, wake up. Like that's that's not actually the the healthiest thing to do. Um, because again, I feel that that's actually kind of like infringing on other people's free will. So what we want to do as shifters, we want to be able to like gently plant seeds. We want to be able to like gently pass things over to people. We want to gently show them a video where they can decide for themselves opposed to us trying to tell them what to think. You know, you're just kind of, you're bringing out the awakening process in them in them by inviting them to be able to reflect by asking them questions so that they can ponder through their own realization so that they can come to those own aha moments because i feel that if we're just like giving people those aha moments like it can actually like it, it can it can happen too quick you know it, it, it can almost backfire and this is again where we get into that metaphor of like the matrix where it's like oh no he's waking up too fast like he's gonna pop type thing um but I just want you guys to understand that within this bigger picture of the awakening, that there will be some souls here on earth who are actually not planning on awakening either within like, like within their lifetime here on earth, meaning that maybe next lifetime they might choose to awaken. But part of the reason why there are a lot of souls here who quote unquote aren't awakening is because with awakening also comes a lot of discomfort and it comes a lot of challenge. And so like, that's where, again, you know, you're using the metaphor where it's like, oh, you know, if you're just going along for the dream, it's like nice and comfortable. Things are kind of taken care of for you. You're not fully awakened into your potential, but it's not the, it's not the worst, but it's not the best. And it's kind of, it's kind of this like safe zone type thing. And you can, you can still enjoy it. But again, it's just kind of like, there's a bigger story. There's, there's something richer. There's something more calling to you, but if your soul is fully feeling called to that, then your soul is also kind of signing this agreement of being able to receive the discomfort that comes along with that. So just keep that in mind that like, yeah, there's, there are people right now who are waking up daily, but then there are also other parts of humans who are kind of like either falling deeper asleep or continuing to just like remain asleep and this is where like as shifters we kind of have to figure out a role where by gently kind of planting seeds we can help people who may be kind of feeling a gravitational pull towards that deeper sleep state to start to be able to realize oh wait there's something else because oftentimes if they knew that there was something else they would make that choice but if they don't know that there's something else 
then that choice is already made for them. And then they just continue on that process of sleepwalking. So again, it's like, it's really, it's really interesting when you think about the fact that a few years ago, there was this whole like, you know, um, fascination with zombie movies and obviously zombies are still really popular and we were you know we were always like just kind of watching all these zombie movies and we were just kind of like joking about it we're just like oh yeah imagine if the zombie apocalypse ever happened or what would that look like uh lo and behold we've gotten to the point where it actually has happened it actually did happen and we're seeing it we're seeing it in our behavior we're seeing it in our kids we're seeing it on people who are never interacting with each other and who are literally just engaged with their smartphones like all the time and they're just kind of in this habit where they're just like they're not social creatures anymore they they just have they've like lost that part of themselves and they they've kind of like lost this degree of of zest and vitality to them um so again it's just kind of it's kind of interesting just kind of like when you think about that and how again we kind of understand our role as shifters to be able to literally help like help within this bigger shift in consciousness by understanding part of the process of how some people are falling asleep understanding that that is that free will but at the same time we have the opportunity to be able to plant those seeds to be able to spark those conversations to be able to help lead by example to be able to help invite them to community and believe me there are a lot of people who if you're feeling the call to to connect to them then like listen to that intuition because there's a lot of people who would love to even just know about a broadcast like this who would love to know about a community like this and so like it's really up to us to be able to like help continue in this bigger story of our awakening through intentional acts of service by helping continue to like ripple that inspiration that is going to continue to help ignite the 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 awakening process within other people simply by us leading by example like that's the thing that's the thing that's like the power of instagram right now some people they might see someone else living a certain way and for them they'll just be like holy crap like i want that like i didn't even know that was possible how can i get that too and so us by leading by example in terms of just like again our excitement our creativity our bliss our understanding like that's a very very powerful thing and and again that is something that can really go a far way um, okay, uh, Arita, I just want to be able to pass the talking stick over to you if there's just like any general thoughts, feelings, and gratitude or messages that you want to just be able to put out to the people who are also tuned into this. And then we'll read a few more Instagram stories uh, after that. So, uh, Arita, let me just pull up your microphone. Um, Arita, what, what, are you, what are your thoughts in the moment in terms of the awakening process that we're observing? So, if you would like to share. And maybe, Arita, if you're there, I'm not getting your microphone right now. And I'm not sure if you're not there. It's possible that Arita's not there. If Arita's not there, that's okay. Okay, I think Arita might be rejoining in a second. That's okay. All right, guys. So, again, we're just, um, we're, we're nearing the end of the broadcast. Uh, if anybody else did really, really want to join in and share their story, uh, now is the time. Again, I posted the link to join the Google Hangout in the YouTube link. I'll post it one more time. And I'm going to just read a few more Instagram stories as well. So this is actually um, picking up from where we left off. This is a Luna's continued story. She left a little bit more information. Uh, whereas the first one she was talking about, like how like watching Fantasia uh, back in the day was like something that helped in her awakening. So I'm just going to read a little bit more and just kind of paraphrasing a little bit about what she said here. Um, mm, 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 mm. 
Yeah, so she was she's was saying here, so she's talking about like um in regards to spending the first seven years of my life without ever talking to one soul because of my schizophrenia, uh told me not to trust anyone. Uh and then and then a big part of it too was uh she's talking about her mental illness and being involved especially um and also uh the anxiety and living and getting through ptsd so so i spent a lot of time by myself which is okay i like to have privacy anyways but the extremity of that went through as a child i think kind of helped I held, I hold no regrets because if it really wasn't able to stay within myself for so long, especially the first seven years of my life, would I be able to find the rabbit hole? Uh, would I be able to question the this existence? I don't think so. And that's why I hold no regrets to anything I've gone through and I'm still going through. But that's just what makes the whole experience of existence in general so exciting was when you get to the experience, the good and the bad and the in-between. So I've never really understood um, why anybody would want to diminish that feeling of knowing. And then she goes on a little bit for a little bit more. And she says, uh, I forgot to mention, too, that I think a lot of us have had uh, have gone through traumatic experiences in our lives, especially during the times before we were 11. That really helped in the shift. That's really hap- that's that's happening now. And the fact that we survived, that we were soldiers uh, of our past is going to help really push forward love so that we um, that we have the, for this world and ourselves. Uh, so again, thank you, Luna, for for again sharing that. Uh, again, you know, it's just it's it's really like just so powerful to hear about the stories of you know people that have gone through like trauma as a child and how that even still as tragic as that is, as tragic as that is, was still like pivotal in being able to like help them on their own awakening process and and even getting to the point where again, you know, they're 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 shining as beacons to be able to show like what can be healed through, what can be pro, what can be lived through and to be able to help, you know, alleviate that suffering for others as well in the future. It's very powerful. So thank you Luna for sharing. Uh, just reading a few more comments here. Christopher Cortez says philosophy and crystals. That's all they said. And um, mm, 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 mm. official Dan uh, Daya Untekelti said uh, got in a car crash October 5th, 2017. And something just switched on in my head that something isn't right. I saw something during a car crash, but it led me to start finding more out about myself. And that's when, so, and that, and that's when, so start seeing things in this world as an illusion. So yes, thank you for sharing that as well. Um, and uh, just kind of going through here, some of these I haven't even read yet. Uh, All in one soul says long story short around 2011, too many synchronicities were happening to me that made me realize that there was more than what I than what could see with my eyes. Things that seemed almost an impossible coincidence were consistently happening to me. Then shrooms kicked in, came into the picture, and then it's a it was a wrap after that. So again, kind of similar to my story. Um, Willis says I was sick of being asleep, so my mind decided to wake itself. Very simple um eight foot samurai says six six grams of golden mushrooms and one cold thunderstorm and seven friends (laughs) uh kelly says i heard a song on the radio interesting uh as asthora says oh that was just a comment saying awesome with an alien emoji um just going forward a little bit here okay 
uh goddess jess says and then i'll just read through a few more i don't think uh we still have a more on here so i'll pass over to a more before we wrap this up guys and then after i'm reading this we'll uh we'll conclude the broadcast but again uh if anybody does want to join now is a chance we we still do have a few more minutes for you to be able to join in uh otherwise we'll wrap this broadcast up shortly um goddess jay says i was going through a lot of toxicity in my life and the last relation the last toxic relationship was the eye opener i came i came to terms that i create my own reality because i was at rock bottom and it was time to see the light yes very powerful again you know you hear these stories of like people who who are put in situations where the only you know the only way out is up or through and so it really calls them into their power there's another one here about um, I, I'll have to find it, but uh, it was about like a person who uh, was just sharing like how even like the loss of their son was like a big part of their awakening. Bozo Brewer says growing up with an awake mother was cool, but then she got lost to religion. I listened. Cancer got my mom eventually in the brain, which after the fact led me to led me back to the third eye. Unfortunately, mom didn't wake up in time again, but I reckon her purpose was leading me back to the knowledge I now know. So that's really cool. So again, like the the that is a very powerful story. The idea of like the parent passing on the awakening process to their children, because again, I feel like for a lot of us, we'll we'll be in that situation where. You know, we can kind of do that. We can work with our children to be able to gently help them in their awakening process. They don't have to go through quite the same, uh, you know, routine that we had to go through. Because again, like other than like, I didn't really have anybody who was really teaching me the stuff that I came across on my own. So, you know, we, we were teaching ourselves. But what difference would it make if we did have those role models uh, as, you know, teaching our kids growing up? That's that's the future we're moving into. Uh, and then uh, I am a more who again is a more who is in here and I'm just going to reread reread what they wrote um, which is a summary of the story they told earlier I started questioning everything I believed in began studying other schools of thought I lost my career my first and second marriages lost my home lost my car lost relationships with my kids and friends I lost all my money and pride and through all that I found myself. I am that. I am love. I am a sovereign being of love, and I am the light of the world. Namaste. Awesome. Thank you again, Amor. And let me just read a few more here. Um, the Trippy Gypsy says, I remember one mushroom trip I had where I was dancing, and all of a sudden I felt something deep within me calling to my spirit. In that moment, my dancing style completely changed, and I felt my true soul release itself. Ever since then, it's only become stronger. I know that what that I'm supposed to help inspire others to accept their own unique gifts. We are here to create a new movement of expression and to love, to open ourselves to who we truly are. We are here to inspire the world to become better and awaken to our divine purpose. We each have our own individual gifts, which we were given to help shift the direction of our world and grow into one unified people. I don't think we ever stop awakening. It's a constant journey. The more challenges we face, the more we grow. It's a soul beautiful. It is It is soul beautiful. Um, and then Cosmic Radi Onyx, uh, who is Yuga, uh, said, I only sought to fulfill a promise that was made. My third eye was ripped open by the blind chance of fate. I fully accepted myself and learned to let go of self-hatred. And I saw there was a world inside of me. Thank you, Yuga. 
Denise says, my very longtime girlfriend passed away. I stayed in high school for about five or six months. Then once it happened, something sparked in my mind. I walked away from everything and everyone and quit drugs, stepped out of my comfort zone, started reading and researching anything I could, got rid of the TV. I've been two and a half years. It's been two and a half years now, the happiest I've ever been. So there you go. Um, someone just wrote, uh, universe magic wrote flat earth, free energy. <laughs> so again, just even those topics, right? Even the topic of like, yeah, like flat earth could be really awakening for someone if they're going down that rabbit hole. And da, 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 da. last one here. Um, or I'll just, this is oh, peace monkey. This is, this was Arita's uh, comment. I'll just reread this real quick, even though we heard a variation of it traveling through Indonesia, on a pilgrimage and found our ancestors. We stayed within locals. I made Indonesian friends and created communication without shared language. That's really cool. I understand at a young age, we are one. Seeing my privilege juxtaposed with poverty gave me a deep sense of gratitude and also more importantly, inequity. That was the first spark. Then my voice slash singing and seeing how it could affect people, how they feel. Kindling, then psychedelics turned me inward and outward at once. A little more fuel. You know too many lessons on the path. Awesome. Thank you again, Arita. And Q Woodall, this is the last comment, says, It was unexpected and was launched upon upon meeting my twin flame. It was pure bliss at times, along with being gut-wrenching, raw and intense. I'm having a constant thirst for knowledge. So... Awesome. So thank you again, everyone who shared, who took time to be able to share their story uh, on the Instagram there. I really appreciate you guys doing that. Super, super grateful to be able to have that space as well into, in addition to what we got going on here. So uh, with that said, unless there's any other, um, I'm just reading in the comments, Rachel says in the comments, if there's any other comments that you guys want to leave in the comments, please feel free. Uh, Rachel says, I was fortunate to have my mother awakening at the same time as me. We began uh, to awaken in 2012. We have come so far since then. Awesome, Rachel. That's very cool. Again, just hearing the story of like family being able to awaken together. That's a very, very beautiful thing. So Sweet guys. So again, you know, just as we move into the conclusion of this, uh, again, state the obvious, the journey of awakening is, is always ongoing and it's valuable for us to be able to understand that this process is something that can happen in everyone, may not necessarily happen in everyone, but can happen in everyone. And it can happen in different places, stages. And just even if someone hasn't fully awakened to the idea of like this reality being super hyperdelic and multidimensional and psychedelic and our thoughts creating, it doesn't mean that their life is any less meaningful. It doesn't mean that their life can be any less beautiful. You know, I, I think, again, the, the soul does a great job of finding happiness wherever it looks. And so for many of us who may have parents and friends and family members who may not be quote unquote awakened, check in with yourself and make sure that you can still meet them in a place with open heartedness and compassion and still be able to enjoy their company. Uh, the last thing that we need is getting into this place of thinking that just because we've awakened quote unquote to more stuff makes us in a, in a place of like elitism or privilege or anything like that. All it does is put us more into a place of responsibility and more into a place of duty and more into a place of, again, just like ownership of what it is that we're creating and how we're carrying ourselves and what example that we're setting 
for others. So for everyone listening to this, again, you know, the mission, the journey, the the objectives, they continue with us. They continue through our own individual awakening. And again, as we awaken individually, we are literally shifting the collective. Like our individual story adds to the momentum of the collective. You can get into like the whole hundred monkey effect on this. So again, by working on ourselves, it is, it is creating space for the bigger story to, to be able to unfold in that sense. So again, you know, really encouraging you guys to be able to help assist with the ongoing story of our awakening in consciousness by working on yourselves, by creating art, by doing things like free hugs, by doing things like creating the paradigm shift communities and bringing community together. Those are all such very, very amazing and important things. And of course, like there's always more to research. So really encouraging guys, like go read some ancient texts, go listen to some lectures, really start taking notes, really start applying this to your everyday life. And again, like the most important process of awakening is kind of like awakening to our, our, our ability to really live in like this, like super, like this super empowered space in whatever, wherever we may be, like that is something that we can shift into simply through our belief patterns. And our belief patterns are what I consider to be like the, the next, like the the important steps within the next level of our awakening are going to be like how we shift our belief patterns, understanding the context of what it is that we are creating here, understanding that we are a part of a bigger story, understanding of what it is that we are possible understanding of just like you know all of these a lot of little things related to self-mastery those are going to help lead us towards you know bigger those bigger jumps in our awakening which again are just going to lead us into a place where we'll be more capable of living the life of our dreams while also being able to help others do the same by helping lead by example in that sense so so awesome um, I'm ready to conclude this broadcast unless anybody else jumps in super last minute. I'm going to pass it over to more and just invite them to be able to share any gratitude and any closing thoughts for people to tune in. And for anybody else, if you want to leave some comments in the live chat with gratitude, please feel free to do that as well. And uh, other than that, we'll just go over some other couple things and then we'll wrap it up after that. So more, I'm just going to bring up your microphone and give you a chance to just kind of, again, just express any gratitude and any closing thoughts and messages you would like to share for the people tune in so passing the talking stick over to you brother go ahead can you hear me yeah we're good dude go for it all right um you said closing gratitude um so this is all right so um i was out yesterday uh in in the evening time and um it was unexpected, you know, uh, the situation had happened, uh, weird, you know, strange things are happening. Uh, what I'm, what I'm noticing is just, you know, like if you guys are noticing that as you are, uh, awakening and you're really coming to, uh, awareness of self and that you are love and, and that every single person out there that you see is just you and you're them. And, um, when you really, really understand that it really changes how you see people and you just love them, you know, because they're you. And, uh, I thought that it's easier to forgive people as well when you really understand this and it really, you know, becomes, you know, real to you that, you know, we are all one. Um, and, uh, that being said, um, when I was out, 
my I, I didn't get like my ride uh, fell through last night and I had to walk and uh you know my woman was upset you know because she wanted to help out but uh, she wasn't able to get access to a vehicle and and I said no I said don't feel bad uh, you know I said uh, I am thankful that I have the ability to walk I have legs you know I still have legs it's a form of transportation yeah it might take longer for me to get home and then yeah it's at night you know but I am actually at peace with this and I'm okay with it you know and I reached out to some other people you know because I knew that she was having a hard time with me walking but uh, you know my father ended up coming to pick me up but um, on the way when I was out because I was out there for a while I met this guy uh, his name was Smiley and uh, he had been what was interesting about it is that I recognized him I was able to spot him out and so what I wanted to share with you guys is that you know this is obviously the first time I've ever done anything like this and just really been out in public during the daytime and at night and I just wanted to share some of uh, like tips that I have uh, picked up on um, a lot of uh, awakened people um, the, the there it's like 50 percent. it's like half and half i'd say 50 percent of the people that are out there are um, homeless people that have maybe some sort of chemical imbalance or mental uh you know some intellectual disability or mental issues that they need assistance with and then the other half are people that uh like myself uh, made the choice to be out there and live out live out in in free you know and out, outdoors and outside and um, these people, they don't look homeless, and some of them aren't. Some of them, you know, uh, some of them don't consider themselves homeless at all because their home is outside. That's where they've chosen for their home to be, and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, and so um, they frequent around grocery stores and libraries. They have bicycles and backpacks or carts. And all these people have always been there. We just didn't, I never noticed them before, or I like avoided them, you know, just like a lot of people do. And uh, I started talking to these people and I started to realize that there's other people out there, man, that are doing the same things. People are, you know, successful people that are considered successful in our American society of what they have defined success as. Uh, you know, big business people, they're, they're leaving it all. They're selling everything and they're, they're doing like these walkabouts or they're going on these journeys where they're just traveling. And this guy that I met, he was on his bike and he's been, he was uh, uh, living out there for a while and he was telling me some things and, you know, I was learning from him. We were swapping stories back and forth. And what I have come to realize is this, is that, um, those of us out there that have chosen to, uh, you know, leave the system of money behind and, and not be a part of uh, the system, um, there's not enough resources out there for people like us. And so I reached out to emergency um, uh, shelter and I told them my story. I said, hey, look, you know, this is my uh, my birth name, but this isn't what I go by anymore. I, you know, purposely 
uh, left my job allowed. I stopped paying my, you know, bills on purpose. I did all these things on purpose and because I'm choosing to live this way. But the reason why I'm reaching out to you is because, you know, my wife doesn't really want me to live in a tent. So I need housing. And so I'm still waiting for her to get back to me. She did reach out to me twice, but I wasn't able to get to her. But um, what I'm trying to say is, is that we need to help each other, man. And there's not enough resources out there for people like us that are choosing a different lifestyle. You know, all these pro government programs they have are to help you get back into the rat race, back into the money system of slavery, where they're just keeping you prisoner and all those things. This is, that's my opinion. Um, but anyway, um, there aren't resources and we should help each other. We need to be doing this more um, and, and finding like, there needs to be something that like, let's say that you're resonating with Christianity or Islam or atheism or Buddhism, Taoism, uh, any ism, you know, unity consciousness, Christ consciousness, mindfulness. Um, and, uh, you know, there should be an outlet for you to go to and say, okay, if you want to change your culture, that was one way to uh, look at say it. Another way is like, uh, you know, your, your belief system, your perception of reality, because that's all that stuff is just different words for the same thing. Uh, then, you know, here's a process to go through. Like there's no process. And we're all just kind of like, just on a whim learning as we go, there needs to be some sort of process for people where, that we can go and enter into. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like that is something that, um, we should all consider and know that, Hey, there's people out there. They need our help. They're, they're us. They're just, they're lost soul brothers and sisters looking to be connected with mm -hmm. their soul family, looking to be connected with us. Mm -hmm. And, um, we have to consciously when we're going out and we're doing our free hugs and making our signs, like I did today, I went out and stood on the bridge and just held that sign up, nice, uh, and, um, hid my face like because it's not i'm not promoting myself i'm promoting love i mean well i mean depending on how you look at it i am promoting myself but i'm promoting love you see what i'm saying i'm pointing everybody to love mm -hmm. i'm pointing everybody back to themselves back to us so that you know because we all forgot who we were we just need to wake up and just keep spreading this thing stop being afraid those of you guys are on the fence you're hearing all these things that we're doing you know uh, there was a point in time where I would have thought all of this stuff was insanity, craziness. And I, I've seen, you guys have all seen that guy on the street corner, you know, uh, doing their little preaching thing or just, you know, you've seen the homeless on the street corner with signs and stuff. But what's really interesting is you have a sign that says free hugs or be love. People do double takes because at first they think you're homeless until they look at the sign. They're like, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. Wait a second. I'm telling you, man, it, 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 that stuff goes into people's psyche. It, it, it's yeah. messing with their brain. It's, it's hacking the matrix. It, does, it, does. it really is. It, does, yeah. it really is. And especially that intention, when you're creating this sign and the intention that you have behind it of I'm going out here and I'm, and I'm waking people up, that intention, you are attracting what you are thinking yes. about, man. You are manifesting your reality, and you guys really got to know this stuff is real. It is happening. The synchronicities are everywhere. 1111-222-333-444-555. I'm seeing them constantly. 
and the, the the interesting things that are coming up, like I'm thinking about something and then I'll go, I'm thinking about, oh, there's this book I want to read called The Four Agreements. And all of a sudden, you know, somebody just happens to have that specific book that I was told to read by somebody else. Come on, man. I mean, this is there's no coincidences going on here. So um, anyway, um, we need to get out there and help each other, man. Let's keep doing what we're doing. And uh, everybody else uh, that uh, is kind of like Leary, don't be. You have nothing to be afraid of. There's nothing to fear. Fear is an illusion. It, it doesn't really exist. Um, you're powerful and you're in control of how you think, feel, and act. And so that's how I'm going to end it. Um, back to you, awesome. my uh, my fellow brother, Mystic Spider-Man. Rock on, brother. <laughs> thank, you. thank you, love. Yeah, dude, that's awesome, man. And, and again, thank you just for sparking that flame a little bit more, um, especially with just you talking about uh, how like you doing free hugs is, is, is again, just like, such a powerful thing you us any of us all of us doing free hugs like it's so simple guys like literally if we wanted to we could literally just focus this entire project on nothing but just helping inspire people to do free hugs like that's a part of it and we always go back to that but you know that in itself is so like so potent so incredibly powerful like if everyone listening to this broadcast in the next week spent some time to do free hugs imagine how many imagine like how many people would see that like in all the different cities that we're in and all the different street corners that we can stand on and that's quite frankly like what we are constantly inviting people to do and constantly encourage people to do and, and it does happen it does happen over time and there's you know hundreds of people who are tuning into these broadcasts who are taking action and again like yeah we got the shift buttons that's one way don't let don't wait for them if you don't have them yet and just know that again like your heart is like the biggest shift button of all so to speak and like yeah just you know i'm just thinking like buttons as you like press them or something like that you know press that button but again you know just really encouraging you guys to know that this this shift in consciousness it's 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 a simple it's a complicated thing but it's also a very simple thing and again it's the simple actions that we do that do make the big difference um so dude thank you again man for just hitting hitting that home home run man um i i did know i noticed here we got aj who just joined the chat and uh again i'm totally cool with putting a couple more minutes on the clock though uh still looking to wrap this broadcast up fairly soon but we'll just check in with aj real quick um aj i'm just pulling up your microphone uh are you there dude did you i i am here hey aj awesome good to hear from you man we're um, what's up we're, we're, well we're, we're we're like i said we're close to the end of the broadcast but i'd love to be able to give you a chance to just uh share some of your own story of awakening if you would like to do that is that is that why you joined would you like to share a story of your awakening sure uh you know thank you for uh, having okay. me on and awesome. well, much love to everybody passing, out passing there the talking stick to you there now now it's official so and okay. AJ, <laughs> aj welcome back man so well uh not not to say not to say to rush through it or anything like that but we'll give no, you it's gonna be super quick it doesn't even have to be super, super quick. quick man it doesn't have to be super quick whatever feels natural i'm happy to have you here man. um Go for it. yeah man it, i will say that um the awakening is taking some time and i will definitely say that like this uh you, Brendan, have been a major part of of that awakening. Um, 
just this community as a whole. Um, I, I do have like the free hug shirt, which I do somebody some one day I wore it as a matter of fact, and AJ, you random hugs and shirt on it, and it sorry, your mic was kind of glitching out there, but I think it caught up with itself, so keep going. Okay, uh, so here actually, let me do this a little bit better. Maybe we'll we'll find out. Go for it. Okay, so uh, yeah, and so the free hugs was definitely something that uh, I started doing, especially at festivals. Um, free hug shirts I wear around and uh, meet with other conscious people. And it's absolutely fantastic. And um, just about the awakening, I think it takes it takes time for that. But when it happens, it, it transforms uh, your whole life. And there's been a lot of different things uh, that have helped in that awakening. Uh, but this, this uh, broadcast and you, Brendan, have been a major part in the community. So I just wanted to say thank you for that. Awesome, dude. Thank you. Thank you for, for sharing that. Um, yeah, again, you know, I think that's, that's, a, that's a really powerful thing just to be reminded of the fact of like, yeah, like, you know, like what we're putting out as a team as a broadcast is literally helping people by reminding people that yes, this community exists that yes, other people are going through this that yes, you know, they're not crazy. Like there's, there's other things here. And we can talk about these things, we can share these experiences, we can share our passions towards, you know, the bigger objectives on things. Um, but yeah, AJ, go, go ahead. Just passing it back to you, man. If there's more that you want to share in, in terms of like either your own awakening story or just anything else that you feel you would like to bring to the table. I feel like I got on late. So what I'm going to do is uh, next Thursday, I'll probably get back on. Oh, but it will be a different topic next Thursday. So. <laughs> so is there is is there anything that you want to share currently then? Anything more? I think I think AJ's mic kind of glitched out there. AJ, I think your mic kind of glitched out, so I'm not I sure. Think, oh, no, there it is. Yeah, I go ahead, it, try I again. I think it's been glitching, so yeah, I think it's been glitching, <laughs> so I, I think I'm gonna wrap it up and just okay, keep right. that really short. Okay. Uh, but just say thank you. Just have some gratitude for today. Big gratitude. Awesome. Thanks, man. Perfect. All right. Well, uh, like I said, I'm gonna wrap this up. Um, one last thing that I did just want to point, and this is going back to like my own story of my awakening. Uh. Again, for me, the big thing that happened when I went through my awakening um, was gratitude. It, it really just brought me brought me back to the space of gratitude, and it brought me back to this idea of sight beyond sight, and being able to see how beautiful this reality is. And that in itself was the awakening, because again, it's kind of like when we go through this process of awakening. Prior to that, maybe we'll walk through this life, but like everything is kind of with like a filter. So like the colors aren't as vibrant, but then when that filter kind of gets lifted, when that veil kind of gets lifted, when we kind of see through things from my own experience, it was like literally like being able to see things in a new way. This is exactly what, you know, we talk about when we talk about a paradigm shift, being able to change the way we see. And so for me through, you know, the understanding of synchronicities, through my work with psychedelics, through just like multidimensional reality, through opening up to the idea of like being an infinite being and, you know, being a soul and understanding that my life existed beyond just this one incarnation. And all of this, you know, it really just brought me back to the space of realizing how incredibly beautiful this gift of life is. And, and that in itself inspired me because I'm just like, wow, okay, like this isn't something that's just going to turn off. It's not like life is just going to suddenly stop being beautiful. That's always going to be there. 
how do we help other people be able to see that? How do we help other people be able to shift themselves into that paradigm? So again, you know, when we're talking about why is this project even called Paradigm Shift Central, right? Like this is this is called Paradigm Shift Central because like central as in like sending out a signal as in sending out a pulse. It's like a nexus point. But again, it's that paradigm shift that a lot of us encode our own intentions into. But very simply put, my intentions are to help people, people be empowered to be grateful, to be more compassionate, to be able to be more kind, to be more inspired, like all of these things, all of these things. And again, this this happens, this happens through the awakening process. So again, just being reminded that all of us, all of us like are, are continuously waking up. And again, all of us are continuously playing a role in the collective awakening. So if you're in a process where you're feeling that there's other people around you who are like, quote unquote, zombies or something like that, then go out of your way to start having conversations and start planting seeds because it's not too late for a zombie to wake up. And I think like that's almost an important message to be able to take note on because again, you know, I feel that even for people who may be incredibly programmed into a system, if you were to sit down with them and you were to talk about them in a passionate way about things related to dreams, about things related to sacred geometry, about things related to metaphysics and spirituality and psychedelics and things like that. There's a part of each of us that actually wants to be able to talk about these things. But again, until those people have that community, they have that link, they have someone to talk to, it just doesn't come up. But if we're there and we're just sort of like being that other side of the conversation, that can really inspire people. And especially when they know that like, oh, wait, there's more like there's again, this is where the whole rabbit hole analogy comes from. It's like there is much more. There is so much more out there than, than what we are just seeing on our on our TVs and on our Facebook feeds and, you know, in the conversations that we're just being like spoon fed by, you know, culture and everything like that. But when we start creating culture when we start creating this new culture of this paradigm shift, like that's an incredibly powerful thing. And again, you know, like the concept of what I really put into this project is is that I really invite people to to, yes, work on themselves, but then to put themselves in the heart of Babylon, to put themselves right in their downtown cities and to be able to help rebirth it from within. This is what we talk about when you talk about skull Babylon. It means like transformation from within, you know, that's what the skull is. The skull's not just death. It's like transformation and stuff. And so really inspiring you guys to know that wherever you are, you can help make a difference. Wherever you are, you can help assist in the awakening. You can create your conscious community meetups. You can do things like free hugs. You can have conversations with people on the bus. You can give out shift buttons. You can just like create art. You can do the things that people might not expect you to do. You can just literally just like, again, if you're in a place where you're feeling that there's nobody else who's on that quote unquote same wavelength for you, then that probably means that you're there for a reason to be able to help spark that wave, to be able to help spark that fire, to be able to help lead by example in that sense. Because there is, there is, you know, the soul inside of each of us yearns for that connection. And, and if that connection isn't there, then we need to observe where it's not there and then go over a way to find out how to connect it, to be able to expand our branches, to be able to serve that purpose. So so yeah, so again, thank you so much everyone for being a part of this broadcast. Uh, we're we're going to wrap it up here. 
And um, just want to be able to, again, remind you guys that we have regular broadcasts here every Thursday at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The next Thursday's broadcast, um, the one after that will be Destiny School. And Destiny School is when we really focus in on a specific topic, uh, whereas these are kind of more discussion topics. The next Destiny School is going to be on artificial intelligence and future technologies. So that's going to be on the last Thursday of November. That's when Destiny School is. It's always the last Thursday of each month. Um, next week is actually going to be Paradigm is, um, yeah, next, um, am I going to do it this way or is it going to be the other way? Yeah, next week will be, yeah, I think next week will be Dream Class. And then after that, we have like a bonus week. And then that bonus week, we're going to do it as, I think, I think what we're going to do is actually do like an open mic. So we've done this before. So this is where we'll give people a chance to like read poetry, to tell stories, to even play music on air. And um, yeah, it's just like a cool chance for us to kind of be able to get to like chill out. So stay tuned for that. And again, the dream class is where we talk all specifically about like metaphysical, lucid dreaming, astral projection, mindfulness, meditation, metaphysics, consciousness, dimensions, all of that stuff. So that will be next Thursday coming up, which would be on the 15th, I believe. And so you can check that out and more again by subscribing to youtube.com forward slash skull Babylon. Again, look up paradigm shift radio on iTunes to be able to find the MP3s or just go to live.paradigmshiftcentral.com as well. And of course, again, a huge thank you to our Patreon supporters. Again, we are currently at about 147 active donators, getting that up about 40 new Patreon supporters every month. So please feel free to share this with your friends. Please feel free to help invite people to the project and even invite people to the team Patreon. And again, uh, Again, the Patreon is a monthly micro donation of just three to ten dollars. And even if you want to just like donate without getting your shifter booster kit, that's still totally an option as well. But again, thank you everyone for your support simply with your attention. Your attention is so powerful. And again, through this broadcast, what we do is we've moved the story forward. And, and there's so much more coming. And, and that story is just our ongoing inspiration. So the story continues through the love that we share. The story continues through the shift that we carry with us outside of this broadcast. So you guys, you guys are the ongoing story of our awakening. So thank you for helping accelerate that process. Um, other than that, be sure to follow me on Mystic Spider-Man on Instagram. I put up daily inspirational posts on there and uh, on Facebook, even though barely anyone uses it anymore, you can find me at facebook.com forward slash skull Babylon. And again, the links are in the YouTube info and, um, I'm just double checking, but yeah, other than that, I would say that's about it. There's always a lot more coming in this project. There's always a lot of work that I'm doing every single day. There's always more work to be done. So thank you guys again for sticking around and being a part of this community and and creating paradigm shift communities where you are and creating conscious media and leading by example and doing free hugs and again choosing to be the change that you wish to see so let me just uh bring up uh, amor's microphone here and we'll just say good night to everyone as i bring up the music from the audio and then for anybody who's still online please feel free to join us in the team discord chat which again is in the info for youtube and that's at tinyurl.com forward slash paradigm shift chat so Good job, everyone. I really enjoyed listening to the stories. And again, we can totally do this again if there's a bunch more of you who want to be able to share uh, some of your own stories of awakening. And there's always more opportunities coming through the community to be able to share. And even if uh, even if it's not in this broadcast, you know, that story can always be something that can be created into a quest journal to be put onto the main website. And stay tuned because we're going to be presenting more of the quest journals in the coming future. Again, there's just a few things that we're kind of doing in order, but 
that's going to be a big part of it. You're going to be seeing a lot more uh, process, pro focus towards the process of questionnaire creation and more content on the main website in the future. So thank you again, everyone, for being here. Thank you again, everyone, for holding the sacred space. As I said, keep going out there. Keep kicking butt. Keep shifting those paradigms. Uh, share this broadcast with your friends. Keep in touch on the team page, on the team Discord chat, support on Patreon. And uh, yeah, I love you guys so much. So more, I'm just going to bring up your microphone here and we'll pull up the outro music. So say goodnight and we will see you guys next time. So much love, everyone. So more, say goodnight, man. So much love. Hey, yeah, have a good night, everybody. Whoop, whoop. Awesome. All right. You guys are doing amazing. As always, keep it shifty and we will see you guys in the future. This is Skull Babylon. Until next time, much love, peace, and wholeness. Peace.